podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we are always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And who knew that letting a black widow bite you didn't actually give you superpowers? <laughs> Luckily, those children tested it for the rest of us. Yeah, I'm glad they did it. Better them than me. <laughs> Better them indeed. <laughs> Is that child abuse? To let someone... To let children get bit, get by, bit a by, by a poisonous spider? Assuming that the parents let the right um, <laughs> the children do it? Yeah, I guess... I would hope not. I... <laughs> it's a gray area. At least it wasn't the brown widow, which apparently is a real thing. Yeah, it does. And supposedly more poisonous. Yeah. Or less. It's <laughs> one of those. One of those options. Uh, yeah, I used to know the answer to that. I know the brown recluse is supposedly more venomous, but... Nerd. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like somebody already tried. No. <laughs> I just lived in a converted garage as a teenager, so I saw a lot of creatures. And I Creatures. And I was like, what's this? Oh no, I don't want that there. Yeah. Oh, no thank you. No, no thank you. But you know what is a yes thank you? <laughs> what? Or Wait. or a, oh yes thank you. Oh yes thank you. Yeah. Please tell. <laughs> what is? Star Wars Battlefront Two. Oh yeah? Leading right into our gaming news. PlayStation Plus for the month of June is giving out Battlefront 2. Okay. The, the ever so controversial Star Wars game. Yeah. A few years back. Had a lot of drama over its microtransactions mm-hmm. where people were upset because they felt that it was uh, considered pay to win by how, oh, how okay. the structure of it was. And so. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, it was for the online play, obviously. Mm-hmm. Which, ironically, this was the game that people wanted to have a campaign because the first one was only multiplayer. Mm. Okay. There was no campaign. And so the sequel, they made a campaign to please everybody. Mm-hmm. And then the online multiplayer that everybody loved ended up being the thing that <laughs> got shit on after. Yeah, yeah. There was just no winning. Can't win. Um, it's a solid campaign, though. It's a solid game. I haven't played much of it since they've made a lot of updates and changes to the microtransaction situation. Yeah. But they've done a lot of stuff. They've added some prequel stuff. They've added some newer Star Wars stuff. So it's all there. It's a solid game uh, overall from what I played myself and what I've heard. Okay. So, uh, yeah. It's joining PlayStation Plus along with uh, World War Two, the Call of Duty World War Two game. Nice. So it's a pretty good lineup. Probably because they were getting a lot, a lot of shit for the uh, last month with all, yeah, a few of the games they had. Okay, I guess we better do something. Yeah, so Sony is giving that out, but you know what they aren't giving out? Information on the PS Five. A lot of news has happened Mm -hmm. so quickly that we did not even get to get the initial news out before the new (laughs) news came out. So we have a slight shift in our news. Mm -hmm. Uh, Initially, it was announced that there's going to be a PS5 conference on June 4th, which is this upcoming Thursday. Right. To showcase some of the games coming out for the PS5. Mm-hmm. And then people were hoping they get a price and more details like that. Which right. they, they weren't going to get that. 
Yeah, this but they were just hoping. stated to be a multiple. Yeah. Multiple updates that they were going to do up until the launch. So price would be coming later when they have a better grasp on the market. Yeah. It's been canceled. But just for the time being, right? Like it, they didn't give a postponed yeah, date. Yeah. So I guess they're... more appropriately, I should say it's been delayed. Yes. They didn't give an actual rescheduled time frame. It's just the circumstances happening in the world right now. Particularly America. Yes. Yeah, um, I read the tweet or whatever it was. It, yeah, so there like, was a it tweet just, it doesn't really that matter. Sony gave out saying they feel like it's not the right time to be showcasing this stuff and there's more important things for people to be focused on yeah. than the next games coming out. Right. Um, um, which is not wrong. True, yes. It's it, it's a very wise move for Sony. Absolutely. It's disappointing yes. for many people. Yes, and it... Uh, Go ahead. Oh, I think it makes sense that they don't have a date for when they're going to do it because they're probably just like, when do we wait? When is this yeah. all going to blow over? Presumably situation. they're ready to go Yeah. if it was yeah. going to be on Thursday. Yeah. And so, so now they're just, just going to have to wait and see how they feel out society yes. and where, where it seems like it's going to be okay and and work well. Makes uh, sense. Plus it gives them time to polish it off now, right? Now yeah. they can make sure they have a better setup for Yes. When they do actually do it. Exactly. So it's disappointing. Mm -hmm. I was very much looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. But it's understandable. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. So anybody who was hoping to see this, just know that it will come at some point. And just in the meantime, be safe. Be kind. Yes. Let's, let's, let's just be better people. Yes, in general. And then at some point we'll get better consoles. Yeah. <laughs> Better consoles yeah. for better people. Be better people so we can get better consoles. <laughs> it's science. Yeah. Um, but I will go over a little bit of what was going to be a thing or was supposedly going to be a thing, more likely, I should say. Um, mm -hmm. So Call of Duty was rumored to be at this event, showcasing the new uh, you know, game for mm -hmm. next year. Yeah. This all came from... A tweet from a Call of Duty leaker. I guess there's there's people who are professional leakers for specific like game okay. franchises. How do you get that job? I know, right? <laughs> Does it pay well? Yeah. Does it pay? <laughs> That's I, confusing. I guess if you sell it to somebody, I don't. I guess it's weird. I imagine there's a lot of court fees in there too. Yeah, right. Getting sued. Uh, so, uh, a Call of Duty leaker named Tom Henderson, you know, that's his online name, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, Ninja. Yeah. Totally the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> he has tweeted out the actual announcement of the PlayStation event that was going to happen. Again, it's not happening as of right now. And then he had put emojis of the face with the zipper mouth yes a few a few of those in a row okay and so you know modern media that's all gossip yeah speculation now that he was implying that there was going to be a call of duty game mm -hmm. and it's him saying not to say anything yeah but saying something yeah since people know he's tied to call of duty leaking that makes sense so that was kind of a speculation. Um, obviously, the event's not happening, so I guess we'll wait even longer to find that out, mm -hmm. if he was right or wrong. Hopefully but I guess he's been right about things in the past. So. Hopefully those zippers hold. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, as far as just 
gaming with the PS5. Uh, the Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO, Jim Ryan. Mm-hmm. Pretty fun name. Yeah. He has made comments talking to GameIndustry.biz uh, regarding the next generation. And he said that, uh, this is a quote actually, we have always said that we believe in generations. We believe that when we go to all of the trouble of creating the next gen console, that it should include features and benefits that the previous generation does not include. And that in our view, people should make games that can make the most of those features. Okay. So what is getting at it seems is that he wants there to be a clear divide between ps4 and ps5 uh particularly it's about the games yeah so he's not going to have ps5 games that will be i guess reverse engineered if you will to be on ps4 much like microsoft is kind of doing with the xbox one and the series x where they for the next for the first two years they said that they were going to have games that were their exclusives specifically would be playable on both consoles. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have games that are like, this is only a Series X. It's going to be on both to mm-hmm. kind of share the ecosystem. Yeah. And I assume for cross-play purposes. And, that seems like and a smarter move. It do, There's pros and cons to both sides. It's good on a marketing business level because you can expand your market, obviously. Mm-hmm. You're going to get people to buy the game on the one if they already have that and then knowing that it's going to now work on the series x when they get that maybe in two years exactly like you they can... are more likely probably to go buy that console versus the ps5 now yeah i think it's going to um, encourage people to buy the P- the xbox series x because um you have there's always that like oh the next generation's out i'm gonna buy a new console but then i'm gonna have to buy like 50 new games so with this Xbox or Microsoft, what they're doing is like you know that a lot of the games you already own are still going to be good and probably like still playable if you go to yeah. the next generation. Yeah. So I think that's probably going to encourage more people to upgrade, in my opinion, sooner anyway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's easily an incentive to go, to go with that one because yeah. you know you're going to have a handful of games at the very least, mm-hmm. you know, depending how many games you have, mm-hmm. that will already be working. Yeah. You know, and they've already established that the Series X will improve any game from past generations that are backwards compatible. Yeah. And they're they're working on thousands of games to, to yeah. go into backwards compatibility. So mm-hmm. I think we actually have news about that a little bit later. Um so in in PS five, they've already been very specific that they they plan on having single player focused games, much like the PS four did. Mm-hmm. Uh so that kinda divides them too on the direction they're going as far as the gamer type, right? You're getting right. one side is multiplayer focus. You're going for the cross platform, cross play, that whole yeah. ecosystem of streaming mm-hmm. versus the single player, you know, just wants a good solid story, yeah. something that's going to give them the real feels mm-hmm. playing it and it's going to give them plenty of hours to, of enjoyment. Yeah. So, I, I mean, they're, they, I feel like personally they're going for different markets now. Yeah. So the news is that it sounds like they are not going to have any... Basically, the PS5 games will be PS5 games. So if you want it, you're going to have to buy a PS5. Yeah. You're not going to be able to play it on your PS4. But then they had news, too, that they were talking to Eurogamer. Mm-hmm. And they had said, uh, 
basically that devs starting July 13th, I believe the date was, mm-hmm. that they any games they receive for certification after July 13th mm-hmm. will have to be able to run on both PS4 and PS5. Okay. So it's it's technically not the same thing, but it kind of is. Yeah. So to me, this is like Sony saying, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. So <laughs> Sony doesn't have to have exclusives that work on both, but third parties do, it sounds like. Interesting. Granted, they're going to be PS4 games. Yeah. That would also be up, upgradable to the 5. Okay, I see. So any PS4 game must be com- compatible with the PS5. Mm-hmm. Meaning it has to, even if it's essentially a port, it doesn't necessarily have to be using the technology of the PS5 and, and making it better. Right. It just has to be able to function on a PS5. Yeah. Um, which kind of shows that they are doing the PS4 backwards compatibility with the PS5, right? Yeah. But it, in a sense, that's the same concept as what they're saying they're not going to do. Yeah. They're just not holding themselves at the same caliber as the developers they're using. Yeah. Which is weird to me. Kind of odd. So to be deemed compatible, Sony is saying that a game has to be able to function with the same features on both PS4 and PS5. Okay. Uh, which means that they can't be compatible at the beginning and then they focus only on one after. Like mm-hmm. Both would have to have updates and patches that would be released okay. for both consoles to make sure that they are always running the same. Mm-hmm. And they can't have special features that would be like... The PS5 one can't have some special game mode for online that the PS4 one doesn't have. I see. So really, they have to. They they literally have to be the same exact game. For example, GTA 5 would not have worked because yeah. they've added features to the next gen version that they didn't have in the PS3 360 era. True. Okay. The the first person and all that stuff yeah. was added in, but right. that was not in the original. Okay, that makes sense. So they're just so anything that was submitted before that date, um, did they talk anything about that, or did they? Those just would. Those are games that are presumed to be already releasing, and they're on PS4, not gotcha. PS5. Okay. Do you think that this might be because they're um, they're expecting they're wanting devs to do this because they're trying to prepare for any potential delays in games coming to be ready to release so that if it's delayed to a certain point they can just say oh well, now it's going to be a PS5 game instead of being released. No. no? It's okay. so that they can keep their library of games that they can say work on the PS5 that are PS4 games high. Okay. It's so that they don't have to do the work okay. themselves. They can just tell the developer it has to work in order for us to put it on our system. Gotcha. I mean, that's fair. Instead, okay, you know, like, for example, Microsoft, when they started the backwards compatibility with the uh, one with 360 and and original Xbox games, Mm -hmm. they had to go backwards and make the software Mm -hmm. that would allow them to do so. And then they also had to go back to the developers and make new deals for some of these old games. Yeah. So basically, this is, in my opinion, this is Sony's way of saying... We won't have to deal with the legal side of making sure we can get it on both. Gotcha. We can just put it in the contract ahead of time, and then it's always available there. Okay. For the future. Gotcha. They're they're future-proofing. That's what they're doing. Okay. I guess that makes sense. 
the reason PS4 doesn't have backwards compatibility is because it, the architecture is not the same as what the PS3 had because PS3 was very complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it just doesn't work together. So I'm assuming the PS5 is going to be very similar to the PS4. I would imagine, yeah. Yeah. Just with more powerful stuff behind it. Hardware and whatnot. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it just, it just it's interesting. And the, this date, July 13th, that doesn't mean the game has to be released. That's not like a release date for the game. That's as... submitted to Sony to do their end of evaluation on the game to make sure that it meets their criteria for what is considered a polished game to be okay. put on their console. So basically there's probably a handful of developers that are like, fuck, 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 we gotta finish this before July 13th. <laughs> or the opposite. Yeah, or they're waiting. Or they're waiting yeah. because they, uh, you know, are gonna be on PS5. Yeah. Alright. Well, that's interesting news. Um, well, uh, we you already talked about PlayStation Plus for June, but Xbox uh, has some June releases as well. Uh, for Games with Gold, we have Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. That's available for the month of June. It's a side-scroller. Um, Coffee Talk is available for starting on the 16th of June for a month. And that's... Uh, I watched the trailer on this. It seems like a talking simulator. There's like a little latte art mini-game. Uh, you're in a coffee shop. Um, Cinemora is avail- also available on the 16th for until the 30th, so only half the month, I guess. And that's for Xbox One and 360. It's a side-scrolling arcade shooter. It has an interesting... What's unique about it is a time mechanic. The more p- thing enemies you shoot, the more time you get um, rather than lives or whatever. So people think it's cool. And for Game Pass, we've got No Man's Sky, which was a pretty controversial... At launch, whenever it came out on PS4. Yeah, I feel like this was around the same time as Battlefront 2 as well. Um, Okay, so this was a game that was technically a PS4 exclusive Mm -hmm. from a third party that made a deal to have the game exclusive on PS4, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. And the trailer that they revealed at E3, I don't remember what year it was, but it looked amazing. You know, people compared it to like a Jurassic Park feeling from the trailer and stuff and uh basically the whole concept of the game was uh randomly generated planets Mm -hmm. and it was considered like an endless universe like you could just explore yeah as far as you can think of because it it didn't end and there was all the planets were randomly generated and they had all these different creatures and stuff and Mm -hmm. plants and stuff and it was like a very scientific exploration type game um and then it kept getting delayed and and delayed and then finally when it released people were not happy with this game right i remember the uh it just i guess it just didn't meet the expectations that people had yeah uh it sounds like they had to like scale back a bit because they just had too big of a ambition that didn't didn't work out it didn't pan out right yeah um so they got a lot of flack for this game uh, people were demanding refunds. It just it was a huge mess. Um, and eventually, I think it was like about a year later, it ended up coming to Xbox One, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure it probably would have anyways. I don't think it had to do with the controversial right. issue. It just it was probably contracted to be exclusive for a year mm-hmm. on or on PlayStation. Uh, so it, I think it was July eight, 
2018 that it came out to Xbox, and they've had many updates on this game, and they've just keep pushing it, and it's apparently a really good game now. They've they've, okay. they've updated a lot. Uh, it's even in VR on PlayStation. Really? They have a VR version. That seems cool. Uh, for the PlayStation VR. Based on what I remember about yeah. it. Um, we might have this game still, unless I sold it. I don't remember if I gave it away to somebody or sold it. We might have this game still. Okay. I mean, we have Game Pass, so. Yeah, I know, but I meant for VR. Oh, for VR. You sounded got interested it, got it, got in it. VR. Yes, okay. But yes, the news is it's coming to the Game Pass. Yes. So that's that's exciting yeah. because Worst case, I'll this is one of those games I feel like a lot of people would have been interested in, but because of all the toxic, negative news about it, I feel like they were scared to buy it. people would hesitate to buy it. Yeah. And so... Maybe this will revitalize its player base or whatever. Yeah. Not that it's a game that, you know, they're going to make more money on. Yeah. But obviously, Microsoft paid them to have right. it on Game Pass. Yeah. So that was just a little history i guess on the game okay um it's definitely feels like a game you would like personally yeah i remember watching the trailers when yeah. we were at e3 and stuff and yeah. i was like this looks kind of cool yeah um, i played it i want to say like less than an hour and i think i fell asleep playing it <laughs> but i also think i recall being tired that Seems day like so i don't know if it was the game or if it was me yeah but um, if you fell asleep it means i probably would like it yeah, yeah, yeah. generally speaking <laughs> yeah so i'm excited to check it out you're just like this looks this is extremely <laughs> exhilarating. Yeah. <laughs> Edge on my seat gameplay. Yeah. Well, it's very, uh, check your gas pressures and... Oh. Yeah, it's very much a, a menus game, if you will. Gotcha, okay. Do you remember that game uh, we played on E3 that was on Switch and it was like a 4v1 horror game where you oh, had to like... awful game? Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah. God, that was terrible. I hated that game. Granted, we were playing it on the Switch, and we didn't know what the hell was going on. People seem to love this game. It's called Dead by Daylight. That's this? Okay. <laughs> okay. So, apparently they're, they've announced Silent Hill DLC, which is, you know, everyone knows what Silent Hill yeah. is. And if you don't, get the fuck out. Yeah, even I know what Silent Hill is. Yeah. I didn't watch them. <laughs> you didn't watch them. I didn't play You it. just proved a lot right there. No, but there was a... <laughs> there were movies. Yeah. But it was a, a game franchise. I knew franchise. it was based on a game, but okay. I, I didn't watch the movies either. Which I will say right now, the movie, uh-huh. uh, whatever adaptations, yeah, way better than what Resident Evil has. Yeah. Way better. That's fair. Legitimate horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. Which means that's why I didn't watch them. Yeah. Okay. Resident, if Resident Evil were a legitimate adaptation, I wouldn't watch it, wouldn't have watched those movies. Yeah. Because those games are scary as fuck yeah. for me. Interesting fact, actually. What? Uh... The little girl from the first Silent Hill, mm-hmm. uh, she's apparently grown up now. What? Yeah, and apparently I follow her on Instagram, and I didn't even know it was her. What? How did you not know it was her? I just, she's just this, like, cat lady okay. that I follow, because, you know, cats. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I she, like, follow cats. her because of that she had posted, you know, she kept posted pictures with her cats. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I like these pictures. Yeah. So, I followed her. Yeah. And then I found out, like months later that she was probably still is the girl from silent hill that's interesting so that's me living under a rock it's a really good crossover for you yeah yeah (laughs) so if you disappear and never come back i should probably look look at her house or in silent hill okay (laughs) shout out to people who play the game yeah (laughs) or saw the movie yeah uh where were we uh dead by daylight oh right 
Oh, that game, right. <laughs> fucking trash game. So, uh, yeah, they have announced DLC for Silent Hill. Uh, it's going to be the first time a playable survivor and killer character will be introduced from the universe. So they've had one or the other. Okay. They've had, you know, like, a killer. Yeah. Then you just have the use the same generic characters from the game against them. Or they've had, you know, special characters that you play as, but mm-hmm. not the killer. But this time, they're going to have both. Okay. And then also, they've introduced a... It, the characters are going to be Cheryl slash Heather, which is, like, the character from Silent Hill 3. I guess they changed her name in the movie or something, but it was the same concept of the character. Okay. That's why there's two names. Okay. Uh, and then Pyramid Head, which... If anyone doesn't know who that is, I don't have to tell you. I feel like the name speaks for itself. Yeah. You will definitely know who it is when you see a picture. I know who it is. Of a pyramid head person. <laughs> I know who it is, okay. and I've never even seen them or played them. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, and it's going to be a new map based on the elementary school from Silent Hill. Okay. Which is terrifying. Because okay. even on the PlayStation 1, the original Silent Hill, mm-hmm. the school was the creepiest part of that mm-hmm. game. He had these little, like... Little babies with knives that look like, like little midget ETs. Ew. And they'd just be like, <laughs> and they just like waddle towards you. It was so creepy. And it's really dark and you can't see. Yeah. They always grab you. Oh, it's terrible. I don't understand why anybody likes this kind of stuff. <laughs> I meant terrible in like a really good way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll take that out on, under advisement. Uh, however, the map, uh, that, you know, the school map is not going to be something you have to buy. Everything else will be purchased DLC, mm-hmm. but the map will be included in the game overall and for everybody because they don't want to divide the player base. Okay. So the map will be there for everybody. Gotcha. Well, really, you're just buying the other stuff. Gotcha. Okay. That's what I'm getting out of that. Yeah. Uh, well... Just as a reminder here, IGN has its Summer of Gaming event, which starts on June 4th. Um, as far as I know, there's been no update to this, so hopefully it's still on. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know if... I mean, I imagine I it's still... Because it's, it's a bigger thing. They're doing yeah, with a, a lot of different term. developers and publishers. That's yeah. something they could just turn off. Yeah. So, I guess we'll see what happens. But so far, it says it's still on. Um, it's going to have reveals and announcements specifically on the 5th, 8th, and 9th. And the schedule was available to check out uh, what you might want to watch on IGN's website. And um, Avengers was recently added to the schedule. So, how do you feel about that? Yeah, that I was excited when I saw that. Yeah. So, this is the Marvel's game that yeah. was marketed as being like a Destiny type game. But Marvel Avengers. Yeah. They're going to show new gameplay, mm-hmm. you know, some new trailer stuff. So... I'm looking forward to that to see get like a better grasp of this game because yeah. we watched the E3 demo. We yes. were there, and you know we didn't get to play it, but we right. got to sit we in a room, see someone play you it. know, yeah. barricaded from everybody else, yeah, and show us like a you know I think it was basically the bridge mission that they show yeah. in the trailer. Yeah, um, I thought it looked great. Yeah, uh, apparently Absolutely. a lot of people decided it did not. I, I think those people are just pissed that the characters don't look like they do in the movies. Yeah, and it, the whole idea was it was trying not to be that. Yeah, they did But at the purpose. same time, they did look very similar, just off. So yeah. I get the yeah the criticism, but it's like, do you want an Iron Man, Thor, Captain America type 
game or yeah i mean yeah. like do you want an avengers game or do you want to just or do you not want it yeah like <laughs> yeah i agree i think they looked similar to the characters in the movies but they were just off enough that they kind of looked like comics um yeah uh, i know a lot of the jokes were like they looked like the stunt doubles or like the body yeah. doubles yeah for the actors yeah which isn't wrong. It's not wrong, but uh, I'm still excited about it. So yeah, and this is Square Enix making the game, so yeah. they have done very well with Tomb Raider. You know, absolutely. I know that they are you know more known for their RPGs and all that stuff, but Tomb Raider is you know that westernized game that they have, mm-hmm. and it's it's great. It's solid. Yeah, it's a solid franchise. So. Yes. Crystal Dynamic, I'm sure, is going to do just fine with this game. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that the Avengers thing is specific to the IGN thing, but it will be a part of it. Okay. Um, so, basically, you could find that on, I think, just their YouTube channel or something, whenever okay. they reveal it. It's on the 24th, I guess. So. Uh, June 24th? Yeah. Okay. But the game release date is still September 4th, right? Yes. Okay. As far as we know. Okay. But Let's hope that making sure delayed. we're on the same page here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which I didn't even realize. I was like, oh, fuck, that's really close. I didn't even realize it was that close. I, was, I remember it got delayed, and I was thinking it was, like, further down the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, you know, speaking of Square Enix, mm-hmm. uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles was a GameCube game. It's getting a remaster on... Uh, current gen uh and it's going to be released on august 27th oh wow of this year that's coming up yep so it's gonna be on ps4 xbox one switch ios and android oh okay so you want to play it on your phone play it on your fucking phone so it's a really uh basic graphics type situation probably. uh well it was gamecube so it, okay. it had 3d graphics but they were obviously at a simpler time right but any yeah, like any phone graphics now are like leagues ahead yeah. of a GameCube. I imagine when they say iOS and Android, I guarantee that's going to tie in to how it used to be played because uh, on the GameCube it was they also had the Game Boy Advance was you know the handheld at the time. Mm-hmm. If you had multiple Game Boy Advances, you could plug those in as controllers and they would interact with games, so you could do co-op. Essentially oh, on okay. GameCube before it was well. A, that would be kind of cool though if it, like if you were playing the game and you could have somebody else that's a, at your house play co-op with you on their phone or whatever. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, it's gonna that's be some kind of a thing idea. somehow to do that. You well, imagine you'd probably have to like connect through like a Square Enix account though. Yeah, because probably. Unless your phone can sync to the Xbox or PlayStation, I don't know. Yeah, it's Bluetooth. Potentially, it could. But it's probably more likely to be an account type situation, I think. But, yeah. So, like, on GameCube, it was kind of a limited experience because of, like, having to use the Game Boy Advances. So, I'm assuming that the phones will have some kind of tie-in to that concept. Uh, Anyways. Okay. That's cool. Um, I actually don't think I played much of this. I didn't own it. I think I borrowed it from a friend shortly, but I don't think I got far. It was kind of one of those side Final Fantasy games. It wasn't, like, a, a part of the main franchise uh okay number games gotcha um well i got bad news for some people 
BlizzCon was canceled. Um, after careful consideration, considering, you know, society and the state of things right now, they decided to cancel it, and, um, they're, it's not just postponed, they're just like, uh, it's not happening for, and they're, they're might, they might be able to, um, showcase the items that were going to be at the event, but it's probably not going to happen until next year. Yeah, I mean, I think they were probably just holding out, and yeah. it just didn't work out, because yeah. they just realized it's... They were probably really hoping. Yeah. Yeah. That happened for the study group thing that I'm part of, that we were we postponed until August, and then we just talked about it last Friday, and we're like, yeah, never mind. We're just going to wait till next year. I guess they have a real blizzard on their hand of disappointment. That's very true. You know who else has a bunch of disappointment? Who? Anybody who doesn't care about the Madden games. Oh. So me then? <laughs> Tell me, what am I disappointed about? <laughs> uh, EA has extended the license agreement with the NFL and the player whatever thingy. Okay. Whatever the player association is. Okay. Uh, so they've extended their contract to have the exclusive rights to making a football simulator okay. for consoles or you know video games. Okay. So 2K has used to be a competitor. Right. They actually are back in the game. They've also signed to to bring in the NFL 2K brand again, but I guess they're not considered a simulator. Okay. So they're not the same genre, I guess. Uh, sure. I guess you have to ask people who are into yeah, the football I, games. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, but anyways, this deal with EA for the Madden franchise... Uh, is going to add additional innovative ways to play through new genres, expanded esports programs, arcade style, and enhanced mobile experiences, and more across platforms. Okay. Um, it looks like it's football every fucking year, so yeah. I don't... Uh, sure. I know they had the announcement during the Series X uh, you know, games thing last month or whatever that it... They were doing something new with a storyline for it, but, I mean, it just sounds like it's more marketing biz. Yeah. Or buzz. Was it buzz? Biz? I think it's buzz, you're right. Yeah. Murder hornets. Yeah. <laughs> marketing murder hornets. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of the Series X, uh, we kind of glanced over it a little bit earlier. Uh, Jason Ronald, the director of program management for the Xbox Series X... Uh, was quoted saying, With more than 100,000 hours of playtesting already completed, thousands of games are already playable on Xbox Series X today. That's not, I mean, the game, the console's not even out yet. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah, that's really cool. So this kind of goes back to the whole backwards compatibility. Like, they mm -hmm. are really feature-proofing themselves for, yeah. we have so many games you're going to be able to play, even if we don't have technically mm -hmm. Xbox Series X games. Mm-hmm. At launch, which, you know, given the circumstances with the quarantine and all that stuff, has been a a possibility. Yeah. That games will be delayed. Yes. Even if the console is not. Yeah. Um, goes on to say, by the time we launch this holiday, the team will have spent well over 200,000 hours ensuring your game library is ready for you to jump in immediately. So, yeah. Kind of what we were just saying. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking hours. Yeah. 
I'm curious how many people that is that they have on staff doing that. Yeah, that's a good question. It's probably <laughs> it's probably far away from what we watched in uh, Mythic Quest, where there were only two testers. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. They have like the two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and all of these games uh, will perform better on the Series X, which, of course, you know, yeah, we have the One X yeah. and 360 games, even without the 4K updated, you know, download for it, mm-hmm. you still see performance boost, you still see visual, you know, it upscales it, like, it looks yeah. good, even if it's not technically getting an update yeah. to improve it. It just performs The console better. alone is doing it. Yes. So they're saying all titles run at the peak performance that they were originally designed for. Many times even higher performances than the games saw on their original launch platform. Resulting in higher and more steady frame rates and rendering at their maximum resolution and visual quality. AKA, it's better. Yes. It got good. Yeah. <laughs> got good. <laughs> That's really it for news on, yeah. on gaming. Yeah. Uh, but since we're talking about Xbox, talking about Game Pass, all these fucking Xbox things. Yeah. <laughs> they did release a game recently, Minecraft Dungeons. Yes. And we did play it. It's on Game Pass, so didn't pay for it. Yeah. I guess technically we did. Yeah. So Minecraft Dungeons is obviously based off the Minecraft mm-hmm. franchise yeah. by uh, Mojang. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mojang only... Studios. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't listen to last week's episode yet. Clearly. <laughs> they announced this game years ago, I feel like. It's yeah, been a very like long, long time. time. Yeah. Uh, and I was actually very interested in this. I was like, oh, this sounds like something that would be kind of fun. Because, you know, at the time, we and some of our friends were playing just Minecraft. Yeah. We got, like, into that again for some weird reason. Yeah. Uh, and then we, were, I kind of got in like, oh yeah, we'll play this. It's four player. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a dungeon crawler. Yeah. Which, which are always fun, unless you're me playing Diablo three. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, what's your hot take on this? Uh, I thought I enjoyed this game. Uh huh. But as I was doing the notes, uh-huh. I started to realize I didn't like this game. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm impressed that you finished it with me then. No, I mean like as I'm doing the notes uh-huh. on the podcast. Oh, so you thought you were enjoying it, but then I thought I enjoyed it at notes. the end of the game. Uh-huh. But then as I was doing the notes, I felt I found more things I didn't like than I liked. Gotcha. Which then leads me to believe I, I maybe I just didn't like this game. Like okay. I think I did. Well, I think you liked it enough because otherwise you wouldn't have continued playing, right? That's part of my conversation. Okay. So uh, I'm going to get a little bit of the stats out of the way. So okay. it's a $20 game. Or on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So, get Game Pass. Yeah. $10. Yeah. <laughs> even less if you did do the deal. Yeah. Uh, and it's, a, what would you say? It was about 8 to 10 hours-ish, maybe, if you play all the way like, straight through and you don't have uh, hiccups like we did with one of the levels. Yeah, I think that's probably accurate. <laughs> like, uh, I know the developers gone to say that you could beat it in a day. Yeah. Uh and I, it, I don't think it would take an entire day. I think it was yeah, a solid maybe half a day. Yeah. 
I think if we had had four players, we might have had an easier time. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Although I'm curious if the number of enemies goes up with the number of I'm sure it does. Or not necessarily goes up on enemy count, but maybe difficulty. Maybe. Thus, It probably scales the difficulty of the enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, this game is technically only on console co-op right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can't cross-play with, like... Because it actually is, I don't know if you knew, it's on PlayStation 4. I didn't know that. Switch. Okay. Uh, and PC. So, okay. it's everywhere. So, that's kind of interesting because Microsoft owns this yeah. company. But they're putting it on all platforms still. Maybe okay. because they just know that they're going to sell more of it. Because yeah. it's Minecraft. Yeah. And it's children. They already have customers. That have so. all these consoles. Yeah. So, why not? Yeah. Um... So their ideas right now, it's only like you could play co-op with people who are also on Xbox, Mm -hmm. if you're on Xbox, or also on PlayStation, if you're on PlayStation. Right. But at some point, they want to have an update that gets cross-platform, so you could play with a bigger pool of people. That would be cool. So here's my thoughts. Okay. When we first started the game, I think it was like maybe the second level in, Mm -hmm. the first thing I said was, this is a simplified... Diablo for children. Yes. Strip down Diablo. Yeah. For for somebody to to play. Yeah. Um which is not wrong. And it's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's just that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like we said, it's a dungeon crawler. Uh it felt like overall this game was really easy up until you got to like the second to last level and then it was and then really it hard. Felt like there was a giant like a very steep difficulty yeah. boost. Yeah, I couldn't figure out what happened there. Which I don't understand. So maybe we just need to learn how the scaling works for us leveling. Maybe if we level up, it goes drastically higher for the enemies. I don't know. Uh, But that caused some disenjoyment on my end after having relatively an easy breeze getting through the game. Mm -hmm. And then when we get to the very end, and I just want to finish the fucking game. Yeah. Now I'm having a lot of difficulty. Literally the last day, I was like, I don't even want to do this anymore. I'm okay with just not finishing it. But and we were like, on the last level. I know. But I was so mad. I was like, this isn't even fun. Anymore. I know. And I yeah. I, I hate yeah. beat the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hate beat it. <laughs> this is what was so frustrating about it. Um, I felt like it was... There were situations where like this enemy would get at, like be attacking you and then... It would piss you off, and then you'd want to, like, just be like, you know what? Fuck you. And, like, just go after him and, like, rage kill yeah. them. But then you couldn't, and then they killed you. Yeah. And then it just, like, you, you want, and then we would we would die. We'd have died too many times. You'd yeah. have to start the level over. And then we're like, we just need to rush through. But then you keep dying faster because you can't rush through. It's just, like, it wasn't possible. Yeah, I don't know if it was an intended mechanic of the game, mm-hmm. but it feels like you get so comfortable in slaying enemies Mm -hmm. that then when they start to get a little bit more populated around you yeah and you're fucked because you like yeah you're basically you're surrounded you're surrounded yeah uh, and you just can only hurt them so much yeah at that point you're fucked yeah and so i don't know if that was like a a built-in ai technique that they put in or if it was just i got so careless that it happened very and it was like out of rage that we got careless though that because we were so mad that we died or whatever right yeah. the last level <laughs> it was like, like oh, I, this is the third time i'm fucking playing this yes it's not like they're short yeah. levels yeah i just want to get to the fucking end yeah and so i was trying to rush through it i didn't like then, the 
I didn't like that we had to start from the beginning of the level every time. I wished it was yeah. like there well, was a spawn I point. mean, so you uh, basically you get what four lives we'll say because you start out and then mm-hmm. you have three lives, t- team lives mm-hmm. after that. So yeah, a total of four lives. Mm-hmm. So if you die, I can revive you, but there's a timer. Yeah. So after 30 30 seconds, seconds. if I don't pick you up, we both die. Which after like, I think it's five seconds, which I didn't really figure out that there was a rhyme to this reason thing until like the last couple levels. But after I think it's about five seconds is when the mobs start spawning. The, like, zombies and skull and uh, skeletons and all that. Yeah, I didn't even notice that was a yeah. thing until, until later like, on. very close to the end. I was like, That's... oh, there's a lot more enemies than I remember yeah. there being. It's yeah. because they're spawning they're in. They're spawning because they They play on the down. whole darkness. Yeah, darkness is coming, mobs are spawning, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And they make it harder on you as the other teammate to rescue the down one, which is total trash. Oh. So And kind of leading into that, so the whole premise of the game, it's very simple. It, mm-hmm. There's really no story to this game. It's... The general concept in the very first scene is uh, some villager finds something and then that thing makes them fucking really powerful and then they decide that they're going to like rule the land. Yeah. Uh, as an evil, you know. Evil dictator type situation. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's very much in the style of Minecraft so it's mm-hmm. not very dark and, well, it's, you know dark in the lighting but yeah it's not like it's not like um not kid safe or whatever like, it's yeah, very it's mild. very kids friendly it's very mild um and so you're not getting anything out of the story this was clearly meant for the replay value mm-hmm. which after beating the first section of difficulty mm-hmm. i don't feel a need to go back to be either. honest not at all i i'm like <sighs> there is a dlc section that they will show, but that they show you on the map. They go, oh, it's not here yet, but come back. Mm-hmm. Maybe I will, depending on if it's free with the Game Pass and mm-hmm. it's something more enjoyable. Yeah. But as of right now, it didn't seem like it's it's really worth the replay value that they put this game under. Yeah. Um, I'll say some things I do like, but there's a lot more I don't like. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately. So what I did like was it's apparently randomly generated. I feel like they weren't though, but at the same time we did beat levels off the first try. So maybe we just never got to see the randomly generated That's true. level it was designs. That last level that we spawned. The last a one in- did feel different, but it also looked like they were just changing the angle yeah. of the camera. Mm-hmm. And so it looked like a different map, but yeah. it was the same map. Yeah. I agree. So I don't know if that's their definition of randomly generated. But there was like holes in the walkway and lava that's and true. stuff that seemed like they were different than the first time. That's true. To an extent, they could have been changed up like that. Um, So, I guess that adds replay value for people who do like that style. Mm-hmm. It had a lot of charm. I will give it that. It was a very kid-friendly and very like playful, like cute, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, concept to the game. Um, <laughs> yeah, like the llamas. And it had some fun items that you use in battle. You know, it, some of the the weapons were creative and mm-hmm. some of the armors were, were fun. But there wasn't enough of them, I would say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what, I agree. The mechanics of how you get new weapons is either by looting them from doing the levels or, like, 
finding chests, or you go to, like, your camp, there's, like, a purchasing station where you can purchase a random one. You can't purchase a a non-random one. You can only purchase a random one, and the randomly generated ones are, like, always the same shit that I already have. After the first few levels, it started to always be something I already had, and I was like, well, this is not, I don't want this. I have to go just... Yeah, and sometimes it's worse than what you already have, so it's like... Most of the time it was. Then you feel like you were punished... Yeah. ...for spending the money that you earned. Yes. Exactly. It, it basically, it felt like you were just at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, putting like 4,000 tickets into the machine and getting like a sticky hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With like somebody's hair on it already. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, another thing I did like, uh, so they have enchantments, you know. Yeah. Which are basically perks you add to your weapon and armor. To yeah. make it better. Yeah. It adds like a, you know, element to it that yeah. you may have fire on it now. Or yeah. it'll give you a little bit of health if you yeah. do weird shit. Like one of them was every 100 blocks that you walk, you get, you get some health back. 1% of health. Yeah. What? So you just like run around like a madman if you're Yeah, you're just like health. zigzagging everywhere. <laughs> um, so I guess that, I mean, that was like a nice element to it. It makes you feel like you you were building on your weapons a mm-hmm. little bit. And the thing I did like specifically was if you scrapped armor that you did put mm-hmm. enchantment points onto, yeah. you got them back. Yes, I liked that. Is that I, a mechanic of like Diablo? Do they do that kind of thing? Is that uh, something that's in like typical dungeon I crawlers? I don't remember. Or is it like you lose it if you... I don't remember, to be honest. Okay. But... I liked that. I agree with you. But my big gripe is I wanted to be able to just take the enchantment off and then still keep the weapon as not enchanted. Right. So that was the one flaw was you couldn't just take it off and put it on a different one. Yeah. You essentially had to lose that weapon. Yeah. You had to scrap it. Which is kind of similar to uh, The Witcher. There's like rune stones kind of situation where you can apply it to a, a weapon but, and you can get the runestones back if you dismantle it, but you don't get to keep the sword. Which yeah, is kind and of, it sucks because like sometimes there was a weapon was like, it was a good well, weapon. I don't know if the one that I want is better. Yeah. I want to try it, but yeah. I need to have those perks. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it was like a catch-22. Yeah, or if you, you gamble like it. me, accidentally choose the wrong enchantment, not realizing there's choices... Now you have a stupid, useless enchantment on there that you're like, well, shit, there were three other options. I want to see what those were. Yeah. And I chose the one that's looting extra crap by accident. And I'm like, I don't need that enchantment on this badass weapon. So. Yeah. I feel like they did not explain much. Yeah. They explained in a tutorial how to play the dungeon. Yes. There was no real explanation on how to migrate the menus. Yeah. And actually upgrade and and like we obviously figured it out yeah. but it it was very hands off it would have you been nice to, to know if I, once i click enchant this weapon that's just how it is now yeah and unless i discard the weapon or dismantle it or whatever mm-hmm. so now for the list of things i didn't like okay as assuming you haven't had enough already okay how much time do we have um <laughs> i got all i got all night okay. baby so right off the bat, the character creator. Yeah. Okay. They mm-hmm. give you a bunch of fucking characters you could pick from. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? If you pick up armor and you're constantly changing your fucking look anyways. Yeah. Why do they even make you waste your time with the character creator? 
That's a fair question. However, it was a very minimized character creator. Which is why it made it worse to me. Because it was like, so not only did you add something in that was useless, but it's even more useless because you'd even put effort into what you put in. I think it was just meant for you to not waste a bunch of time making a customized character that you then were going to cover and be mad about, basically. Which is why, why don't you just have a generic potato sack shirt and pants for your character, male slash female, whatever because fucking version. Because that's not how you... we do things in video games. <laughs> <laughs> and for the whole, like, half of the first level, you wouldn't have any armor, and so they'd want to know what they tell the characters apart if you're playing in a group. I guess. It just seemed like it was busy work, if you will, for the game. It was like To look seconds. like there was more to it, it but was there was really no point to it. I don't think it was busy. Took you a lot more than two seconds. Don't tell me it was two I seconds. I was just looking around because that was what you weren't even on yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to expand on that whole part of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then within that whole list of what you could pick for your character. Yeah. They have at least two rows that were... DLC you can buy right now. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. And then again, why would we pay for those Yeah. if they don't fucking matter when you just pick up armor anyways? That's a really good question. Because <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if you noticed, obviously we played on Game Pass so we didn't buy the game. There was a $30 version of the game which included the DLC stuff which would be unlocked. So you're gotcha. paying $10 for that stuff. I see. And then there was like some, I think some armor weapons and stuff too. But, I mean, nothing that seemed like it would have been worth it. Right. And my biggest gripe was the character creator thing. Okay. Why couldn't they just let you import your fucking characters that you've bought in Minecraft? Yeah, that would have been nice. Even if you're wearing armor and all that shit that's covering the character look anyways, for example... You see their face. Mm-hmm. I have Venom in my Minecraft game. Yeah. I could have been Venom in this game. Yeah. You know how fun that would have been? Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. And don't tell me that they couldn't just make it an easy transfer over. Yeah. Don't tell it's me it's not compatible. Pixels. I guarantee you're using the same engine you use for Minecraft. Yeah. So that just seemed like a, like a turn off right off the bat in yeah. my mind. I know you were bummed about it. What else did you hate about it? Uh, the gear felt like... It was far between getting better gear. Mm. It just felt like it took a... Like, you went a long time without getting very good gear. Yeah. And then you get one gear that's, like, slightly better. Yeah. Mu- way later. That's true. Which is probably how most games are. I don't know. Yeah. Borderlands 3 kind of feels that way, too, right now. But that's I don't remember true. the other ones being like that. Right. Um, and so that's kind of, like, annoying. Because, like, they do have some fun gear. It's just... It, sometimes it's, it just felt like it wasn't worth even bothering. Yeah, it sucks because, like, you get, like, a new weapon and you're like, oh, this has more damage. But then it's got, like, a shittier enchantment of capability. Exactly. There was always yeah. a negative. Yeah. Even if it was, like, a better ranked weapon, there was yeah. always a negative. Some... And most of the time when you found a new weapon or a new something, it would be, like, only one or two levels higher than what you already have. So there really wasn't yeah. too much difference. And I had scenarios where I had a weapon that was by level much higher yeah that i got mm-hmm. and then the damage was weaker than yeah. a weaker gun i had or yeah. not gun weapon yeah you know? <laughs> like you had a gun yeah right. <laughs> i mean i guess bone arrow yeah, okay. is a gun that's fair 
gun style. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, it just, and then my biggest, my biggest gripe of this game, it's, it's fucking Minecraft. It's yeah. called Minecraft. Yeah. There was zero crafting in this fucking game. I know. Nothing about this game resembled Minecraft other than the character looks. Yeah, I was really annoyed by that because they give you a pickaxe or like you can get a pickaxe, but you still can't like mine things around you. And the earth is the the terrain and the environment looks like you could theoretically mine it, but you can't. Yeah, and and you know, basically the only items you ever pick up other than armor and weapons mm-hmm. is arrows mm-hmm. and apples slash bread. Yeah. In case you want to have an apple potions. sandwich. Uh, potions, I yeah. guess, yeah. But those yeah. aren't something that... Okay, yeah, they are in Minecraft, I guess. But, again, only helps the argument. Right. You just pick them up. Yeah. You never craft them. Yeah. It's a game about crafting yeah. that you spun off into a dungeon crawler. Yeah. Which also are games that are about crafting yeah. in their own right. Right. So they should have. Why would you not implement any kind of crafting system? They in should this have, game? at the very least, had you able to make more arrows. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they should have made it so you could like chop down fucking trees and then yeah. build a crafting table on yeah. the spot. Yeah. You know that. You know we have the there's outside of the levels you were in a hub which is like your village, the camp, whatever yeah. camp, and it's mm-hmm. like it's literally just a. a yeah. There's, backdrop for you to load so into a game. There's but nothing there's like to it. There's a whole uh, like house and stuff, and there's like farming stuff. To be fair, it's not your house, but whose house is it? Because you're just you're you're there to you're traveling. Regardless, that's why you said camp. Regardless, there's a house there. True. And there's pigs and and there's like a, a farming situation, but you can't do anything about any of that. And that is irritating to me. Like, why even have it if I can't do anything? I can walk inside the house and I can see a crafting table, but I can't fucking use it? How rude is that? Yeah. (laughs) That was the only real tie-in to crafting was just seeing the table that you cannot use. Yeah. So, unless this is an update that they are... My only guess is that they built all of that Mm -hmm. before this game was launched. Yeah. And they are systematically releasing it to further the, the, the lifespan of the game for people to say that they have updates. Otherwise, it makes no sense to me because this game has been out for or been known for many years. Um, it's not a very big game. I Granted, I'm not a developer. Maybe I'm an asshole for saying this, but <laughs> I feel like the game doesn't look like it's that complicated that they couldn't have gotten this out much earlier if this is all the game is. Yeah. Again, not a developer. I could be completely ignorant to how games are built, but it just feels like when you see games like Assassin's Creed Odyssey and The Witcher, like you referenced, and, you know, Diablo, like all these games that are, like, similar concepts or just bigger scale games that are done in the same time period, this game is is a a head-scratch for me. Yeah. It's a little weird. I agree. Uh, it just, I don't, it just, it was very disappointing in that sense. Yeah. Uh, when we were playing, did we enjoy it? Yeah, to an extent. Yeah. Like I said, the, the the scaling felt like it was off and it needed to be adjusted. But sure, I guess if you have four people, it's it's an enjoyable. Obviously, like I said, 
this clearly feels like it's meant for kids. Yeah. And maybe that's my fault for assuming that it wasn't specifically tailored to kids because, yeah, sure, Minecraft is for kids, but it's, it's really for everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of adults I know enjoy Minecraft. Yeah. Um, in fact, I probably would never have fucking played Minecraft had it not been for Rob. So yeah. <laughs> he was the reason we even fucking started playing yeah, it because he bought the game. and was like, oh, you guys are going to get this game. It's so good. <laughs> and then we got it. We're like, it's not that good. But do you have any coal I can use? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, it just, I don't know. It It's a geek, a, an addicting gameplay yeah. on Minecraft. Yeah. And I guess I guess my biggest question is why did you not implement that into this game when it's the same the satisfying only, mechanic? Yeah. The only thing I can think of is that they did it intentionally to not incorporate the the same things that are in the main Minecraft game because they don't want to self cannibalize. They're trying to appeal to the people that didn't like Minecraft. They're trying to get the other people. But I don't know. I don't know about that. Because if, if you didn't like Minecraft, then, like, you're not going to be sold well, on this. Well, not that they didn't like Minecraft, but more people like you who are like, why am I just sitting here creating random shit? You know what I mean? I, I'm just... But like, I'm sitting here saying, why can't I do that? I know. Now you are, which is hilarious. But oh, yeah? other times, in when we were playing Minecraft, you're like, okay, can we turn, like, hostile mode back on or whatever because I was like busy building a monster trap and you're like okay we need monsters again or whatever so Mm -hmm. I wonder if they're trying to get at that that segment of people who have played Minecraft but don't keep going back to it because they feel like there's no direction and maybe they want like some kind of directional gameplay which this would offer but I also feel like not having the mining or the crafting (laughs) the mining or the crafting in Minecraft yeah they could have had some kind of limited capacity the crafting and the building bop um I don't know if we're allowed to do that anymore oh that's true (laughs) and also putting pop sounds very wrong now yeah um yeah not having mining or crafting in the game Minecraft even though it's a spin-off game. I feel like they should have done some kind of limited version of it where at least you could make your own arrows or you could um I don't know, make your own potions or whatever. At the very least let you make different air like arrows with poison, arrows mm-hmm. with fire. Like mm-hmm. those are elements that you can put on your stuff with yeah. different armors and and weapons you find. Yeah. With the enchantment points. But you can't craft that stuff, which I thought was very weird. Yeah. Um so, we completed the entire game. Yeah. It definitely is less than a day worth. I mean, obviously a child would probably take longer. Yeah. Because um, we're better than them. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, Yeah. probably not. Yeah. Uh, you've seen kids on Fortnite these days? Mm-hmm. Shit, they will fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> In Fortnite, obviously. Yeah. Especially us. We haven't even played Fortnite. Yeah. Um, I guess this is just not the market. I'm not the market for this game. Yeah. Uh, so maybe this game would be a lot more fun for people, you know, maybe parents who have kids they want to play something with. Maybe. They don't have to worry about teaching their kid how to play the game. Uh, move the joystick and press A for a while. Yeah. Essentially what you do, right? Just keep pressing it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm going to have to say this is just not the best game. But uh, this is a perfect Game Pass game. Yes, absolutely. This is perfect bang for your buck being a game pass game you know it's a game that you're 
probably not going to touch more than a month, honestly. Mm-hmm. Even if you beat multiple yeah. difficulty ranges, you could beat it literally in a week if you yeah. have the right, you know, crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'm going to have to say this is two for me. Two dungeons. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it a three because I did enjoy it up until the point where I hated it. So I had to take off two stars yeah. for the part where I hated it. Yeah. Well, and that's <laughs> the thing, like I was saying earlier, <laughs> when we finished the game, granted I was mad yeah. about having to replay the last level a few times. Yeah. Overall, though, I was like, oh, okay, that was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a fine game. Yeah. As I'm typing my thoughts yeah. for the podcast, I've quickly found myself hating things mm-hmm. and maybe hating them more because I was thinking about them. Yeah. You know, just kind of spiraling out of control of yeah. hate. For, like, I hate this, I hate yeah. that, I hate all of these things. Yeah. Fuck this, fuck that, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck this thing in particular. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I got really fucking furious at it and I didn't love that part. Um, some of the later game situations... But in general, it was it was acceptable. It was fine. Yeah, it, it was it, entertaining until I got really mad. And yeah, then it was uh, and I will say there were performance issues where yeah it got really laggy at certain points. Yeah, and I don't know why. Uh, we played. I was on the Xbox One X. You were on the One S. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about you, but I personally was seeing lag in certain sections. Yeah, so that was you were, really bad. You're hardwired Ethernet, and mine is Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. so for anybody's reference. Um, I definitely would notice parts where we were, like, on our way somewhere, and it would just, like, it would, like, glitch for a second, and yeah. then it would catch up. Would, like, but I mean actual, like, characters were stalling. The whole frame rate was, like, lagging yeah. and, and slowing down. Um, it didn't affect our game overall it was like very minimal like yeah a few seconds it would happen it would go back to normal yeah but it was noticeable yes i did and i'm sure that. an update could easily fix that yeah um it's just kind of surprising to see that kind of thing on such a low um resolution i don't know like it's not like it's, a lower performance like well you would assume it, it's lower performance. it's pixelated so like what kind of power could it need in my opinion obviously i'm not a dev either so i don't fucking yeah, know what i'm I, talking about but to me it's like if I don't get lag playing Rise of the Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. I shouldn't get lag playing a fucking Minecraft game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that could be about, like, them having more enemies spawned into yeah. the game at once that's than you true. would see in Tomb Raider. That's a fair point. You know, again, that's all, like, the technical side yes. of, of the development. So yes. I have no clue. Yeah, but I don't either. Again, this game has been a known a known for many years, and yeah. with how small scale of the game seemed to have been at the launch, that should have been something they could have easily caught beforehand. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, like even the intro, uh, Xbox Studios or whatever it was, Microsoft Studios. Oh whatever, yeah, that even uh, banner yeah. that when you first turn the game on, even that was laggy. Yeah, that's interesting. Right off the bat, that's a good I'm like, point. ooh, that's supposed to, that's like a video yeah. essentially. <laughs> yeah, that shouldn't be laggy. Yeah. So, anyways, um, so yeah, anybody who who has children, twenty bucks, sure. Yeah. If your kids really like Minecraft, they'll probably enjoy it. Better yet, just give them Game Pass for a month. There you go. 
There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't spend much money on it. Yeah. I think 20 bucks is the most it would be worth. I am really curious, though, if Microsoft had bigger plans for this game and they just slowly had to... Uh, scale it back a bit. Yeah, scale back some things. Yeah, that's entirely possible. I just feel like there's too many things that are there. There's too many potential items and too many potential locations that don't mm-hmm. have anything. There's no feature to them. Yeah. So unless they're going to open them up, I kind of thought at a certain point they were going to add more features to the camp. Because they did. At one point we got that new person to buy yeah. shit from. And then it was just But like, then that was it. Yeah. There was nothing else after that. And then mm. at the very end it opens up this area to go get a fucking chest of tra- trash. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. But then a trash chest. That there, but the stupid house thing still has nothing in it, and you can still go into the bedroom, and there's still nothing in there. So that bothers me. It seems like a missed opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's it. I I gave it a two. You give it a three. Yeah. Uh. So basically, it it's average. It's yeah, okay. It's, it's fine. Don't rush out for it. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we're getting into some TV stuff now. Uh. HBO Max finally came out. It did? Yeah. It was a joke. I know. <laughs> yeah, it did. And uh, that's exactly the, the reaction I think most people had. Because yeah. I had subscri- you know, I subscribed us to it with the, the year thing uh-huh. ahead of time. And I completely forgot it came out. I was only reminded by somebody on Facebook who was asking how people liked it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. So I went on to Xbox, and I went to look for it. Couldn't find it. <laughs> uh, turns out you just use the HBO Now app or whatever you already have. That was HBO-based. Yeah. So uh, the branding is a little confusing because it's not HBO Max on the branding, but it's that app in the end. So. Yeah. Anyways, uh, did you have a chance to watch anything on it? Did you check out the the app in um. general? I looked at the app, and I looked at, I kind of checked, uh, briefly looked at what they considered HBO Max originals. Um, yeah. And it was like, I think six or eight shows. Yeah, maybe that. And eight, half of them were for children. And half of them were for children. And some were unclear if they were for children or not, but I think are for children. Um, and none of them looked interesting, if I remember correctly. So I didn't get a chance to watch anything yet. Yeah, I think the only one that I thought looked maybe interesting Mm -hmm. was the Anna Hendricks. Is that her name? Kendrick. Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Mm -hmm. Which one was that? What's it called? Uh, It was like Love love Life. (laughs) So the only one that looked semi-interesting was Love Life. Okay. With which I'm going to be completely honest. I don't even know what it's about. Other mm-hmm. than the title's implication. Yeah. And it was only something I was interested in because she's in it. Right. Because yeah. I know who she is. Yes. And I've liked to think she's been in. Yeah. Otherwise, probably wouldn't be my thing. Yeah, there's only six things on here. Yeah. So that's we have Craftopia, which I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Clicked on it. Oh, it's a kid's it's show. It's kids. Okay. Nope. Okay, never mind. Legendary. I don't know what the fuck that is. It seems to be about designers, luxury designers. I, okay. I'm unclear. I not my thing. I haven't watched it, but it... Not it, my thing. Yeah. Uh, and that's coming from somebody who watched many seasons of... Uh, Project Runway. Project Runway. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, 
Looney Tunes cartoons they had, which we, we did actually watch. One we episode watched a couple of, of those, <laughs> and that was only because I was really curious if they were new or if they were old cartoons, just kind of like remastered, remastered whatever, yeah. visually. And I still couldn't figure it out for a while, and then I finally got an answer online. They are indeed new new episodes that they made, mm-hmm. but the thing is, they made them look like they were fucking old. They did. It they looked very retro weird. Looking. They looked like they were going for a real retro look. Yeah. You know, nostalgia feel, but it. But why? Were like weird. Why would you do that if you're trying to appeal to a new generation? It's weird because like the d- general appearance of the characters is very retro looking, but then you have new things in there like cell phones and uh, like the long fingernails. But then. <laughs> You know, the one we saw had Bugs Bunny yes, uh, the, like, with a camera, rabbiters. like an actual camera. Yeah. And I'm like, that. so they're trying to be all hip and modern, but yeah. they have a camera. Yeah. When nobody uses a camera anymore. Yeah. They use a fucking a phone right. to take pictures. Yeah, true. So that was confusing. And then uh, I was actually interested in this because I was really curious what kind of tone it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like this is the Minecraft Dungeons all over again. Yeah. Um, the not the not too late show with Elmo. Yeah. Now, obviously, I didn't think this was going to be something that I'd be able to watch every night and enjoy. Right. But I was curious if it was going to be something where they made it so it appealed to both adults and their yeah. young children. Yeah. No, this is essentially just Sesame Street. Yeah. In the with sh- a, in the talk, of a show, talk show, yeah, like backdrop. Yes, exactly. Giving Elmo the uh, the lead, yeah. Which I don't I don't watch Sesame Street. Maybe he's the lead now. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was interesting. So is that going to replace Sesame Street, or are they going to still have Sesame Street? Because it was literally the same formula of, ooh, the letter of the day. Yeah. And... True. They're probably trying to make it more like modern or whatever. Yeah. And the last thing was on the record, which I assume is some kind of news thing. No, it's something about music and, like, uh, the documentary follows Drew Dixon, who was um, an A&R, a records executive. She she actually was one of the first women of color who came forward to publicly accuse Russell Simmons of sexual misconduct in the Me Too movement. So is it a documentary? It's a documentary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... This lineup is all that they it's had so to random. to launch HBO Max. Yeah. Um. It just it was very confusing why they didn't have anything else. It really was. I guess they're just relying on people wanting the big franchises like the DC stuff and the Harry Potter movies yeah. and the Lord of the Rings. And the HBO shows that already exist, Mm -hmm. like Game of Thrones, Westworld, you know, those kind of things. Yeah, true. Um, So overall, my impressions, this was a very underwhelming streaming service so far. Yeah, absolutely. That said, there are are things I'm looking forward to, but they are not here yet. You know, I I specifically was looking forward to just the DC content because we do not have DC Universe, yeah. which is their streaming service for yes. DC shit. Mm-hmm. They have the Titan Show, they have the Doom Patrol, they have the Star Girl, you know, and the mm-hmm. Swamp Thing. Doom Patrol is the only one on this service. They the other ones are still on DCU, mm-hmm. 
actually Stargirl and Swamp Thing are going to CW, so you don't even have to have a streaming service for those ones. Yeah. But literally the one I cared about was Titans. Yeah. And I'm not going to even get that. And there are, what, three seasons into that show? So you can't get the old seasons on there for me? Yeah, that's kind of dumb. I'm like, you're not incentivizing me to go buy two streaming services. Yeah. If anything, you're incentivizing me to just not have any of them. Right. So, how much is this per month? Uh, the deal we did was essentially $12 a month. Otherwise, it's 15 Okay. Which is not bad because the HBO content alone is really the package that you're... The value you're getting yeah, is from the HBO content. I'm just trying to figure out how this measures up to the standard HBO subscription. So standard subscription for HBO, I think, is ten to fifteen dollars, depending on it's where you're subscribing. Depending on where, if you're getting it through your cable yeah, subscriber, yeah, exactly. Or whatever. But yeah, between ten and fifteen dollars a month, right? Yeah. Okay. So, if it's so 15, and that's why I was on board deal. with this from the start because yeah. I'm like, well, we paid I think ten just for HBO in the past. Yeah. So if I'm paying a little bit more. Of course, yeah. you're getting all the extra content included. Yeah, you know, and I, mainly the DC is what I was looking forward to on top of HBO. Right. So I, they have some animated DC movies and stuff, but overall, I was just very disappointed. Yeah. Uh, even the CW stuff, the only CW show they have on here is Batwoman, mm-hmm. which tells me they're trying to get people interested in Batwoman. I'm wondering if they're they're viewership on that show is lower than the others. I mean, probably. It's like, it's, wait, it's the newer... It's unless the it's a contractual one. thing that they can't put those on the service yet. Hmm. You know, like Disney has stuff that they can't put on because it's contractual with Netflix and stuff already. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's the deal with the CW stuff. Yeah, that could be it because but, um, Supergirl and, and Arrow and Flash yeah. are all still on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I wonder when those contracts will run out. Soon, I think. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, the Stargirl and the Swamp Thing. It's mm-hmm. like, they're going to CW. Like, that's cool, but, like, again, why couldn't you just put them on this fucking service then? Yeah, it's kind of annoying. So now I have to go out of my way to try and figure out how to watch those through yeah. cable. Yeah. Which I don't have. Mm-hmm. So, overall, I was very underwhelmed with this. There are some fun movies that are just kind of older. Mm-hmm. Um they really doubled down with a lot of old content on this service, though, mm-hmm. I will say. There's just a lot of shows on here that they aren't necessarily newer stuff, but I never saw them. So I guess I'll get to watch those in that sense. But there's no new appeal yet. Obviously, yeah. the biggest thing is going to be the Justice League Snyder Cut next mm-hmm. year. Yeah. But that's next year. Yeah. There's got to be something bigger between now and then. I have to. I, I have to hope that the reason that this launch was so underwhelming was due to the COVID situation. Like maybe there was some stuff that they needed to finish polishing up or they didn't finish because of this. That's a good point. Maybe on a, yeah, maybe on some originals they couldn't finish the shows. Yeah. Uh, but then wouldn't you just release like some episodes? some of them as like a, yeah, you know, check these out yeah. and then like have like a launch for like the rest of the show later. Yeah. Just kind of get people into it. That's true, like a pilot episode. At there you least. go. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm like, I f- you can't launch with only six originals to your service. <laughs> it seems right. silly. I know they have a large lot, like, 
catalog of items from straight HBO, but um, it just seems it seems underdone. Yeah, and they do have a lot of stuff coming out, but again, it's not like newer stuff. Um, yeah. They do have some originals that are coming, I think, trickling through June, but like nothing that I can recall. I was like, I really want to see that. Mm-hmm. I, I literally can't think of any of them off the top of my head right now. Yeah. Um, so really, this benefits anybody who had HBO because now you just have more stuff. Yeah. Uh, one thing I think is kind of weird, though, is like... Aren't they essentially just branding this entire thing HBO then? Yeah. But then when you look for things, they have specific like, oh, this is an HBO thing. This is a HBO Max thing. It's like, but they're they're both HBO. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's HBO is your brand now. So right, but if you have HBO as a subscription through your cable service, then you don't have the only HBO Max things. You only have the HBO things. So I guess yeah. that's why they're making a difference, or they're like defining a difference. It's very complicated. Yeah. Uh, and this wasn't even available on a lot of devices either. You had yeah. to have certain things. Like we did it through our Xbox. Uh, some TVs have it. A lot of them don't. So it was a very, very confusing. We already, I don't know, we got the deal. Whatever. I'm looking forward to seeing what they have for the future. But like, it was very underwhelming. Yeah. Probably more so than Disney had. At the very least, the the deal that you got on the service for the year will help us catch up on HBO stuff we're behind yeah. on. So. Yeah. Worst case scenario, we just got HBO for less because... Exactly. I'm, That's kind of how I'm looking at I'm it. I'm pretty sure that when we have it through our Amazon Prime stuff, it's fourteen ninety nine. So this is a couple dollars less. And there's going to be some movies that are coming out that we didn't get to see in theater. Yes. Uh, you know, with quarantine happening, it kind of cut the theater's, you know, schedules down. So yeah. we didn't get to see them. Um, Let's talk about that, actually. We've got a whole bunch of mentions here for movies and TV shows that are coming out to streaming services soon. Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, most of these are movies, but there are some shows, so mm-hmm. we'll just do it in the TV section. It's yeah, it's stream related. Um, so Amazon Prime has, I'd say, the most of them all. Uh, Child's Play remake. Mm, I actually pass. saw that. I actually really enjoyed it. It, it's not better than the original, but it's it's fun. It's yeah. a it's a fun take on modernizing the mm-hmm. the, the concept. Um, Knives Out was a big hit when that, that came out. That's the whodunit mystery yeah murder whatever movie uh crawl which we actually bought but that's going to hit amazon prime uh so child's play remake and knives out will come out on june 12th crawl on june 18th uh that's also going to be on hulu child's play and crawl will also be on hulu the same exact dates okay uh pete the cat season two this is i don't know what it's like an animated show. I feel like it's, yeah. I don't know exactly what this is, but uh, it's already got me sold, so I'm going to check this out. involved, so you're like, yeah. I'm going to mention this. Watch. With with the theme of my... It's going to be a kid's show. It's going to be a kid's show. It's going to be like learning how to count Absolutely. with cats or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Named Pete. Guaranteed. <laughs> uh, that's June 26th, so I'm going to check that out. Okay. And see what the hell that's Well, about. there's already a season one, so you yeah. might be able to start now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm saying. I'll check out season one. Yeah. Uh, Guns Akimbo, we actually rented that. We yes. talked about that in a previous episode. Yes. Uh, really good movie. Yeah. I check it out. I agree. Ryan, uh, or not Ryan, uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Yes. Ryan Danclofe. <laughs> I think his name was. Uh, really good movie. Yes. And then Samoa, Samora, Samara. Samara Weaving. Samara. Samara. Samara Weaving. Yeah. 
which is related to uh, that one guy. Hugo Weaving? Hugo. Yeah. Uh, Disney Plus is very slim pickings. Yeah. Uh, were you interested in Artemis Fowl? No. That's all they have coming out. No. That seems like it was worth Still no. mentioning. Still no. <laughs> so June 12th for that. Okay. Uh, HBO Max, as we were talking about earlier. Uh, so they don't have a lot of new stuff coming out, but they have older stuff. Okay. Which I wanted to note because I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh-huh. Nostalgia purposes. The Goonies. Okay. Uh, haven't seen that in a very long time. Yeah. The NeverEnding Story movies. Wow. I haven't seen that in ages. Um, which also is false advertising because... It did end. It ended yeah. after the second one. True. Haven't seen anything since. Yeah. The Ninja Turtle movies. Okay. Which I think we already have, but... Yeah. They're there for anybody who hasn't seen those. The 90s Ninja Turtle movies. Mm-hmm. Uncle Buck. Do you ever see Uncle Buck? No. What is that? Uh, it's like an 80s movie about... What I'm thinking... What I'm picturing... Oh, what the fuck's his name? I can't think of the actor's name. He, he died of like a heart attack a long time ago. John... John Candy? Candy, yes. Okay. I was thinking Goodman. John... I was like, no, he's alive. I know. I was picturing John Goodman. I was like, no, that's not right. It's a different one. <laughs> yes. John Candy. Okay. Fucking deep dive in that. That's a... Yeah. Yeah, you never saw Uncle Buck? I don't think so. Okay. Well, I'm picturing one of those movies. Well, with... come, well, actually, I guess now, June 1st, it's up there, so we'll check that out. Okay. Uh, and then these are movies that are newer that actually are hitting the service, which I thought were worth mentioning. Or shows, right? Or shows, yeah. yeah. Ad Astra, which is that space one with Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. comes out on the 6th, so like next okay. week. Cool. Uh, this one's for you. <laughs> Viking Women, season okay. one, June seventeenth. Right. Okay. I have no idea. If this is an old show. If this is a new show. I, I have either, no I'm idea interested. what this is about. It's got my attention. I'm assuming it says <laughs> Viking Women. Uh, Ford vs. Ferrari, June twentieth. That's a really good fucking movie. Oh yeah. So anybody who has That's a chance really to see that, watch it. Uh, Christian Bale and Matt Damon are really good in this film. South Park, every fucking season. Wow, holy shit. Because they have rights to the show, I okay. guess, through whatever. I don't know if it's contractual or if they own it. I don't know. Uh, but all episodes of South Park, June 24th. Uh, and I did a review on the latest season, 23, I believe it is. Maybe 24. I don't remember. Okay. Whatever season they're on. Yeah. Uh, go check it out, classycatdad.com. I have my review up if you're interested in that sh- what I have to think of that, you know, entire season. Yeah. Spoilers. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> but find out why. Uh, and then Doom Patrol, as we said, is on the service. Season 2 is starting up June 25th. So I guess season 1's there to, to watch right now. And Doctor Sleep, which we both saw in theater and had talked about in a previous episode. One of our early episodes, I think. Yes. They're getting a director's cut. Which tells me oh. it's going to be a lot more content to it. Interesting. Okay. June 27th. Nice. Um, Hulu had has A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which is the Tom Hanks film about... Biopic. Biopic, I guess. Yeah, about... Uh, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. First name Mr., last name Rogers. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, and they are, like I said earlier, they are also getting Child's Play and Crawl. Okay. Uh, Netflix, they're getting a lot of older shit. Uh, E.T., Starship Troopers, Twister. What? These are all on June. These are all today, June 1st. Okay. We should definitely watch Twister. Yeah, we should. I I haven't seen it in a long time. I'm curious if it's I'm curious if it's terrible. It's probably awful, but I can't (laughs) wait to watch it. (laughs) Uh, Lady Bird, I have not seen. I've heard really good things about that. It's got the actress from Little Women. Okay. Yeah. Uh, June 3rd. This is why I wanted to mention it's not something coming to Netflix, it's something leaving Netflix. Infinity War, the Avengers movie. What? So that tells me it's going to be on Disney Plus very soon. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's fine. It'll go to Disney Plus. Yeah. So it's going to be on (laughs) Disney Plus, is what that tells me. Yeah. Uh, So the contractor must be up for that. Yeah. Uh, That's leaving on June 14th. So you have about two weeks for anybody who hasn't watched it yet. Yeah. And if you Um, haven't, how the fuck are you alive? Uh, Also, Endgame is on there. So. Yeah. Just take an entire day out of your fucking yeah. life and watch both movies. Yeah, and then contemplate why you hadn't done it earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that would be weird for somebody, huh? Who would well, be really fucking fun, but like also like probably harder to like enjoy Endgame because you don't have that year to like of anticipation stew. and stewing and, yeah. and theorizing <laughs> on what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah. You just, you literally get to see it all yeah, right away. Yeah, be crazy. Back to back, bitches. Uh, and then these are things that actually came out like end of May, but I wanted to reference them because they are bigger things. Space Force, which we'll talk about later. We will. Uh, and Uncut Gems, the Adam Sandler film that was in theater shortly. Mm-hmm. It's a very serious role. So. Okay. Uh, all things that are coming out in June for different streaming services, check them out. Yeah, I don't know who's making deals for uh, the p- people who made Child's Play and Crawl, but so they're going to be on Hulu and Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, but then the other one, oh, you listed in the beginning. So they're being on two services? I don't understand. They're, that's not very common these days, is it? No. Yeah. I guess people just didn't, I guess they, they didn't care about having them exclusive, I guess. Yeah, okay. But you know what you can find exclusively on Amazon Prime? A new series that is based on the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo books. Um, they're going to be doing a... They don't have a writer or leads or any much of anything yet, but they just said that they're going to be... They're developing a book series or re- redeveloping the book series for television. Um, the only information really is that it's not going to be an exact continuation of the books or or the movies that already happened, but they're going to take the character and put her into modern time with a new story and characters. So basically they're just taking literally the main character and putting her in a different environment. taking the idea and just making it completely different. I know nothing about these books slash movies, Mm -hmm. so I don't know what the premise of this is. I just assumed she was like some fucked up person. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's not wrong. Who had, had like, and it's like, I am assuming it's tragic shit that goes on yeah. in her fucking story. Wasn't this tied to, I mean, I might be completely wrong. Weren't these tied to the uh, Hannibal stories? Not that I'm aware no? of. I don't I, think so. Okay. Well, maybe I'm. Fine. I might be wrong, though. But I don't I, really know whatever. the details. Neither of us knows. Okay. <laughs> If you know, write to us at dtfpod at gmail.com. Let us know. 
I would in my head I was thinking that the what was it Daniel Craig? Oh. In the film. Yeah. Yeah, right? He's yeah. in these films, right? Yeah. I, for some reason I was thinking his character is the same character in was it Red Dragon or something like that, which was a a sequel to the Silence of the Lamb and Hannibal movies. Oh, okay. That's what I was thinking, but again, I know nothing about this. I'm like yeah, the John. I'm, pretty sure that's I'm not like the John Snow of, <laughs> of the girl with the, dragon with the dragon tattoo. I'm pretty sure that's not correct. Okay. Um, based on what I know about the girl with the dragon tattoo, okay. well, I read the first book and then I like tried to listen to an audiobook of the second one, um, but it was too hard to follow, and so I was like, I have to like focus on a book to read it, and then I just never did. Okay. Um, but I, I watched... guess I'm just making fan fiction of. <laughs> Um, I mean, I still could be wrong, but just the character that he plays. I've seen the original one that's in Swedish, the movie, and then I also saw the first movie with um, Daniel Craig in it as well. It's a very weird, interesting story. So, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Okay. Another uh, streaming service, Disney Plus, is uh, rumored to be creating a Kingdom Hearts TV show, which is obviously the crossover of Disney characters and Final Fantasy yeah. uh, characters and okay. the, you know, anime RPG world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the reports are from uh, a writer for the cinema spot, uh, Emra Kea. Uh, so reporting that Disney originally planned this show, but shifted it over to Square Enix, who made the games. Mm-hmm. They will be creating a pilot with the Unreal Engine, which we've talked about for the you know next gen, and the current game is made on the Unreal Engine four, mm-hmm. uh, and so they will be using that to create the game, or sorry, to create the show. Yeah, it's not going to be live action, obviously. It's going to be uh, CGI. That would be kind of cool, though. Which makes sense, right? Yeah, It'd be a lot easier to mm-hmm. make that, especially on the prop side, special effects and all that. Um. And it's quoted to say, the series is most likely not live action, but CGI animated. Uh, they are currently casting. So, Okay. The writer said it was going to be an exclusive that they had, but then they heard other outlets had the same information, so they just threw it on Twitter. Gotcha. Sounds like they were just trying to say, it's exclusive, but it's not. Yeah. That's what I'm getting out of that. Yeah. Uh, and then Skylar Schuler, uh, editor-in-chief at Dis Insider. So it's like a Disney, yeah. I assume. Seems like it, yeah. Column thing, uh, confirmed the same information that this was going to be a CGI show. Um, well, I have a callback to our discussion earlier about the DCU shows and HBO Max. Apparently, they don't have any. There are no current plans for any other DCU shows, um, according to the HBO Max rep speaking to Business Insider. So. Yeah, and that's kind of what we were saying earlier. It's yeah. like. They have all these shows, they have a handful of shows, and they're they're not putting them onto this service, because clearly what they want to do is get you to be, oh, I need to have both services so I yeah. can watch all these shows. Yeah. But they're just going to hinder the market. Yeah. The, people aren't going to do that, and eventually they're going to have to put them on. Yeah. Because they do say for the time being, so yes. hopefully, but yeah. it just um, kind of is annoying, but... Um, but they do have new DC shows that are planned for the service, according to... Um, HBO Max content chief Green Lantern and Justice League Dark shows will boast the highest level of cinematic production values. So there's plans, but 
and they're saying it's going to be great, but I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so basically they're saying they don't have any of their shows from DCU coming over to HBO Max, but they do have HBO Max DC shows right. in the works. Yes. That will be exclusive to that project yes. yeah. or whatever, that streaming service. Now, it makes me laugh, though, when they say the highest level of cinematic production values. That's funny, because you couldn't get that in your own fucking movies. Yeah. Because Justice League had some pretty bad CGI. That's very true. Anyways, HBO Max has a lot of potential. It just needs to build off what it... It needs to build off of the properties. Yeah. I do have a question for you, actually. What? I think we kind of skipped on the HBO Max part. What kind of shows do you... like? Do you think there'll be like a Harry Potter show in the works at any point do you think there'll be a lord of the rings do you think there'll be anything like that big brand that they're gonna eventually put into this or do you i think feel they're... like a lord of the rings show could totally happen i mean we know that there's the amazon prime one yeah uh but that's based off the ownership of the author you know the the, the son of the author right, right. is yeah. the one who's mm-hmm. who's made a deal uh i guess it's a question of whether they can make stuff Based off the movie world. I mean, based on what I've seen, it seems like the son of Tolkien wants to make money. So if they wanted it and wanted to give him money, I'm sure he'd be yeah. down. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, because heard. he's been continuing to publish works that were not finished by Tolkien. Yeah. After the fact, by finishing them himself. Yeah. Um, so. I heard that... Uh, he helped write lyrics for uh, Tupac's latest album, too. Probably. <laughs> it would be really cool to see a Harry Potter universe show that's not about the characters that we've already seen. Yeah. Um, but I, like, a, like a younger generation or, or maybe even an older generation? Yeah. There's just a lot of hate going around right now for... Um, what's her name? <laughs> J.K. Rowling. Oh, is there? Yeah. That's, I don't know. That's news to me. She's made transphobic statements or something like she that. She has? Yeah. Which is weird because the whole message of Harry Potter and those books is like inclusivity and everybody gets along and uh. it's about understanding and every. Well, um, I, I would have to look into what she said. I have no idea what she said. No, I'm not going to make any statements on that. That's yeah. not what I'm here for. Uh, but I guess she's made statements that people perceive to be transphobic and... So people are pissed at her, and so gotcha. people don't want her to make more money because of it. But I mean, I would definitely be interested in watching uh, Harry Potter gotcha. TV show. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yes. The Harry Potter cut, twenty twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cobra Kai. Did you ever watch the Karate Kid films? I watched the first one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Did you like them? The first one, yeah, I liked it. Okay, I, I never was like a small I, child. I watched things. them. I was never really into karate shit, so I did, yeah. I don't know. I, I liked karate, but um, I was in karate for like five minutes. Gotcha. Well, there's but, that YouTube show. I don't know if you knew. I didn't. Cobra Kai, which is based off the Cobra the Kai karate yeah. kid, yeah, yeah, characters, and they have the the uh, main characters from the original Karate Kid in there. And it's like their kids now and all mm-hmm. that stuff. It, yeah. Uh, but if they've had like three seasons, it's apparently a really good show. I uh, didn't even It was know on YouTube. Uh, apparently, they are no longer going to continue with the fourth season. And so Sony wants to shop the show around to other places. Right. Uh, and 
YouTube, which I guess is a Google owned, so I guess Google oh, in the okay. end, uh, agreed, but the show had to find another home, which I'm like, well, yeah, it's not what the fucking point is. It's not like, where else would, what would it do? Yeah. You have to watch it on the streets? I don't understand. I... Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Netflix and Hulu, I guess, are rumored to be bidding for this show. Uh, so we, we can see Cobra Kai hit either of those streaming services at some point. Interesting. Okay. Uh, which I guess the whole idea of like what they were trying to say is it has to find a home means they'd have to buy all four seasons, not just, not just get the fourth season. Yeah. They'd have to basically buy the entire show so all four would be there. That makes sense. Otherwise, you'd have to go watch it one place and then jump over to another place to see the other season. And then nobody's going to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that would add value to the show by having all four seasons versus just the one right. for the new service. Exactly. Uh, so, makes sense. Uh, if that happens, I didn't even know I'd probably were... check it out. I I think it was on the YouTube premium or whatever it was. Ugh. I think you had to pay okay. a subscription to watch it. I don't think it was for everybody to see. Although, at one point, I think they did implement some of their shows were free if you had ads okay but i don't know if that was one of them gotcha yeah so it's good to see that they're in a sense upgrading the show to a better service yeah see what you did there yeah much like the film upgrade yeah is getting upgraded to a tv show or downgraded i guess it just depends how you feel about movies versus tv yeah blumhouse television and nbc universal's UCP are teaming up to adapt Upgrade into a TV series with Leah Wannell, set to return as director. Wannell co-created and will executive produce the series with showrunner Tim Walsh, uh, who I guess is known for Shooter. Okay. Uh, And they also have brought in Crystal Ziv Houghton and James Rollin to help with the script for the show. Uh, and this is a little s- synopsis of the show. Picks up a few years after the events of the film and broadens the universe with an evolved version of STEM and a new host. Imagining a world in which the government repurposes STEM to help curb criminal activity. Oh, that sounds like it's going to be great. I haven't seen Upgrade. Is it something I should watch? What? We Have watched I? it together. We did? Maybe this I is the one with the again. guy's... Uh, is this, I should, spoilers the guy's wife is murdered in a car accident oh. and he's all fucked up and then yeah. they okay. implant some fucking like, tech in his okay. neck okay. and then okay. he gets like these pop, basically he's Venom it, it was basically Venom yeah. with technology instead okay. of a symbiote sorry I just looked at the screenshot I don't know what I was thinking it was but I just wasn't picturing the movie yeah. so I was thinking and then, I hadn't you know, seen it it had like really praised movie I, I enjoyed it I don't think it was as good as everybody thought it was but mm-hmm. uh, I enjoyed it it had a nice like twist to it you yeah. know it, it got very uh, clever with the uh, the premise mm-hmm. so I'd look forward to this yeah yeah I don't think that it says where it would be coming to but if NBC Universal is involved. I'm assuming either NBC or on their streaming app, the Peacock, Peacock or whatever it's yeah, called. Probably. Okay. Well, that's it for news on television. Yeah. Uh, why don't we get into some of the stuff we watched? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, Primal. 
remember I was talking about Primal a, I a while back? I remember when we talked about it and we watched the um, trailer for it, right? Yeah, so we yeah. watched the trailer. Uh, so I believe it was Cartoon Network had this show. It was from the creators of Samurai Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is basically the premise of this is it's like a, a caveman mm-hmm. who basically builds a relationship with uh, like a T Rex, a dinosaur, yeah, yeah. a dinosaur, uh, and it, it's about them, and yeah. that's that's the show. Okay, um, it's more complicated than the marketing had put it. Like, okay, like from what the marketing was, and then like. The context is completely different than what they, they marketed it as, but oh, I like, see. there's more to it, and okay. it's actually very interesting uh, okay. what they did with this. Um, obviously, not believable, but <laughs> so the art is very similar to Samurai Jack, as you know, it's the same creators. Right. Uh, they do not talk. There's no dialogue. It's all just the art, the feeling of the scene, mm-hmm. the emotion, like you know, the the way that their facial expressions is like convey yeah what what's happening that's interesting um and some scenes are they'll fucking get you yeah yeah okay there's some real like heartbreaking stuff in this show uh but then there's also some like really fun comedy stuff and then there's also like a lot of gore this show is like very violent yeah. There's some, it's, you know, like, uh, we watched Metalocalypse, that one yeah. episode. Yeah. It's like that kind of stuff, but. Yeah. Like, prehistoric. Gotcha. Battling. Okay. Seems right up your alley. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't secretly write this? <laughs> pretty sure. Pretty sure. Definitely don't have a bank account saying I did. Yeah. <laughs> it's only like five episodes, and they're like 20 minutes each. It's a short so you watch. It? Yeah, you could watch okay. this very quickly uh i really enjoyed it i think people should check it out if they can it's on hbo max for sure i assume cartoon network has it on their site I mean, that's really all there is to it. it it it's what you expect from a cartoon network show it just okay. it it had a lot of story building without actually having the dialogue and i really enjoyed it's how really they did interesting. that yeah so something unique to yeah. media these days it really it really gets you to focus on the scene and the art and, and not just what someone's saying right you know it, it kind of helps you build the world in your head yourself rather yeah. than just being told what it is yeah so yeah really cool okay uh, so we also watched Space Force which just came out recently um, a fun thing they did was it looks like it was supposed to come out the day of the SpaceX launch which unfortunately didn't work out because SpaceX got delayed by two days um, but it was planned or at least it seems like it was planned to be the same day which is kind of a cool little thing they did yeah that is really cool yeah um, and it was we talked about this we talked about the trailer not too long ago and I feel like it was satisfying. It wasn't as, um, it wasn't quite as deep, it wasn't quite as deep as The Office where, like, there's so much funny, so many funny layers going on. It was a little bit more serious. Um, but there were funny parts and there's funny characters and it was more realistic, I guess, in some ways. Yeah, I... For some reason in my head, I had that this show was going to be a mix of The Office and, like, a space station setting. Yeah, like the Orville or something. Yeah, uh, and just, like, really lean into, like, 
the comedy. Yeah. It was a real down-to-earth, more about people, obviously, on Earth. Yeah. Uh, and, and just trying to create yeah. this space force that's yeah. going to be a thing mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. There were uh, really, in my opinion, entertaining references to current politics and current politicians. Uh, yeah, they clearly... Uh, yeah. the, the <laughs> president was clearly based off uh trump yeah a yeah (laughs) uh and i think the comedy did a really good job at highlighting uh social movements and uh situations in like modern day that Mm -hmm. um make reference to yeah uh, in the show but like they don't do it directly but like you catch on to what they're implying yeah I really liked the humor on this show. I think it was, I like, extremely dry. Um, and, I, you know, what's funny is I expected to love Steve Carell the best, but I think John Malkovich really stole the show. He did, yeah. yeah. I, 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 at first I thought that was, like, an interesting pick. I, I yeah. was like, is he a comedy He's actor? He's amazing. But I... he did a really good job. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Steve Carell was probably my favorite, but... Uh, yeah. He was still really good, but I I feel like I just felt that John Malkovich's character really stole yeah. the scene. They did a, a really of... good job of their relationship of building the uh, the strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. of them being really like I'm science and I'm military. Yeah. Like they really focused on how they would think. Yeah. Given their job descriptions they, and and yeah. their you know. They really accurately, I think, portray how two people with very different viewpoints can get along and interact in a Yeah, and they're, they're essentially really good friends. Yes. They don't really say it on the show, but yeah. like you could tell that they have yeah. a bond that they, yeah. they don't really acknowledge. Yeah, that's true. So I, I really enjoyed all of the characters. I enjoyed the subject matter. Some of the subject matter was a little bit ridiculous, but given the concept of the show, which is creating a space force, it seems like something out of fantasy, but it's based on real life. So <laughs> yeah, right. there's that. <laughs> and they kind of play into that where, you know, they there's a portion where they're trying to think of a an, what's their uniform gonna look like <laughs> yeah. for the space force yeah and like they can't come to like a reasonable look because yeah. it's just so fucking ridiculous to yeah. even think about yeah they don't know how to approach it yeah uh and it's really it's really good yeah. uh, they have a great cast on this show yeah. um a lot of characters i thought were used less than i expected they would mm-hmm. but uh I imagine they'll get more screen time on season two. Yeah, which especially based on clearly how... has to happen because it of the way to. the show worked. Yeah, it, they have to. And the way it ended, yeah. And I at times I forgot this was a Netflix show because yeah, you know they'd say like a swear word. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh right, right. This yeah. is Netflix. Yeah. This is not NBC. Yeah. Yeah, you I really can like say that. Yeah, and we binged it what in, in just one day, right? Yeah, we we watched. We it. went to town. We weren't even planning to watch the whole thing. No, we were like, oh, let's check out a couple episodes and then we'll do something else. Yeah. and then we just didn't watch. Uh, it the was whole like thing. I think eight episodes, if I'm correct. Maybe. Maybe ten. I'll confirm that. For They're you. always increments of six, eight, ten, or thirteen. <laughs> so increments of two. 
Well, 13 isn't two. Oh, that's... that's fu- wait, like, who has 13? That's weird. There's shows that have 13. I'm pretty sure it's eight episodes. So just know that I won that battle. Okay. <laughs> but they do a really fun thing, too, where... Uh, it's 10. See? Told you. <laughs> they do a really fun thing where the first episode starts out with, like, the general synopsis of what's going down, mm-hmm. and then it jumps to a year. Yeah. So you have no context of what's happened in between that time yeah. and a year. Yeah. Uh, and so some things have drastically changed in the show. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you only know of the, like, one or two scenes before. Right. But the characters that you already were introduced to now have very drastically different subplots that you have no context to. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of interesting because they do not really tell you what is happening with that character. Yeah. And you just kind of left oblivious. WTF. And yeah. wanted to know. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I think that's kind of interesting how they, they found a way to engage you into a character that you literally had no knowledge slash commitment of yeah. knowing yeah. about them. Like now I want to know. Yeah. But I didn't care. Not that you wouldn't have cared before, but yeah. like you didn't have a reason to. Right. Yeah. And now that's your reason. Yeah. It's like just to know why. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 drastic change in that character yeah, has happened. Exactly. So, uh I think the show can improve. I don't think it was at its best, but I think it had really set the groundwork that it can be a really good show. Mm-hmm. Um especially with wanting to know what the fuck's going to happen. Yes. Um that's the one I think criticism I would say is like I don't like how they ended the season. Yeah, I wasn't loving uh, it. Not because like I don't like the plot direction i just don't like the structure of doing what they did yeah i think it's lazy but i don't want to get into it yeah obviously uh but i think the 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 cast was good they have characters i didn't really you know or actors i didn't really know but um they all seem like they're enjoyable characters i think that they'll be able to build off of and, Mm -hmm. and grow relationships between the characters yeah so yeah i'm looking forward to uh what they can do next because um, we have to wait like two years and we'll get yeah, another right? season now. Yeah, who the fuck knows how long it's going to take to do the next <laughs> I think I I really liked it. I feel like it's not, it didn't go the direction I thought it would, but I still really enjoyed it. So I'm still going to give it a five spaces. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to force a four Okay. in there. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. You're going to uh, ask for consent first? No. Oh. <laughs> In a space, you don't need consent. <laughs> okay. Where we're going, there's no need for consent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a back to the future. Yeah. Joke. I know. <laughs> anyway, so you're going to a four? Yeah. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed it. I just think that there are some things that could improve. Um, but overall, I really enjoyed what we saw in... They've really set it up for having a lot of potential. Yeah, that's true. Um, I do really enjoy, I will say, the use of oldie music. Yeah, it has been a really good music um, season. There was a lot of songs I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just never remembered I liked that song. Yeah. You know? And so uh, I think that was kind of interesting. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Uh, go check it out. Yeah. Or don't. Whatever the yeah. fuck you feel like. Yeah. It's none of our business. All right. Well, that's it for things we've watched. Um, 
We actually have a lot of movie news. Yeah, and we didn't even bother. Which is ironic in a time where there's no movies in theaters. Yeah. To have a lot of news about them. Yeah. Um, first bit of news I'm pretty excited about. We briefly talked about it. So we talked about how Kate Blanchett was in talks for the Borderlands film, and it is official. She is playing Lilith, the siren character of the group. And I thought it might be fun to do a little mini game here and have us fan cast the other three characters. So, do you want to do that? Yes. <laughs> Should I go first? Go for it. Okay. <laughs> um, so, Mordecai is this like skinny little guy that's got a chin beard and a ponytail and has the bird. He's a hunter. Um, I chose Nicholas Holt for him. Because since he lost out on the Mission Impossible movies, he might need a job. Uh, well, well, I mean, no, because he has the other show yeah. that he's doing. I know, but that was because of delays, and that show might not be interrupting with any gotcha. further movies. Um, I had another option, which was Jay Bar- Baruchel, but I think Nicholas holds more the vibe this movie's going for. Because okay. it's like a skinny guy, and so Jay Baruchel would look good in the part, but he's more of like a comedy Um actor um okay and so for roland who's like the military guy i chose terry cruz i think that would be good it would be a good okay i feel like he's a little too big he's a little physically for the character he's a little but i get it i I get where you're going with that personality wise i get it right so in the event that the other person that's cast for brick is not bigger than terry cruz then you could choose henry simmons instead he's the guy who plays um John Jones in Supergirl. I think he would work. Okay. I don't know how ripped he could get, but depending on how big the guy who plays the other guy is, he might, he would work, I think, as like a military type guy. Okay. Um, and so this you'll see why I chose Terry Crews for Roland. My choice for Brick, the big giant guy, is half poor Julius Bjornsson, the guy who played the mountain. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what his acting chops are, really, other than being the mountain, but... Well, his role was to not talk, so... (laughs) To be fair, I had... Your your idea is the best idea, but I didn't want to steal it. Gotcha. So... Obviously, it's the best idea. I had to choose a better... A different option, and this was what I came up with, because they couldn't find anybody that was bigger. Um, That was, like, a big, big guy like that. That was mm-hmm. also a good actor, besides the people that you had mentioned already. So, so that's where I came out. Okay. And I was also pretty sure that he's bigger than Terry Crews. <laughs> uh, gotcha. <laughs> okay. Well, you want my list? Yes. Okay. So, for uh, Roland... Okay. I was thinking uh, John Boyega. Okay. That was my thing. He's a, Yeah, he's a popular guy right now. Well... That's kind of why I picked him, because he's yeah. not. Oh. Not that he's not popular. Like, he took a very severely limited role in the, the latest Star Wars film. That's true. Uh, so, I... In my head, he's somebody that would probably be a little bit more obtainable. He could. Who that's is considered fair. a, a higher tier... Yes. ...no name right now. Okay, that's fair. Yes, I like that. Uh, as far as Brick, mm-hmm. uh, my obviously perfect choice is uh, Dave Batista. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I think he's really the best choice. Yeah, I think his 
humor would work really well. Absolutely. Movie. Yes. Like this, because yes. Borderlands 3 is, or Borderlands is all about comedy. Yes. Uh, the, the wit and the, the dialogue and all that. Yeah. As far as uh, Mordecai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Adam Driver would be a good pick. I thought of him too, but I wasn't sure if he'd be too pricey. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because since they already... And now that I think about it, they're both from Star Wars. Yeah. I didn't even think yeah. of that when I picked them. <laughs> yeah. I thought of Adam Driver. I was like, oh, that might be kind of fun, but I didn't know if he'd be into this kind I of could totally thing. see him wearing that, like, leather oh, hat yeah. with the, Absolutely. like, goggles. Yeah. I could totally like see that. With a bird on his arm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I agree with you. I think that's a... With a bird on his arm. That's what it is. <laughs> One of them arm birds. Whatever. Yeah, no, I could totally see that. Okay. Oh, I yeah. think we cast it. Yeah, I think we're good. Uh, <laughs> I'll write a letter to uh, Hollywood and let them know. Yeah. Dear Hollywood, <laughs> this movie has been cast. You're welcome. <laughs> Don't even say what movie. Just this movie has been cast. You are welcome. Yep. <laughs> With a list of names. Yeah. Well, you know what other movies are being cast? Which ones? Well, just one. Oh, okay. Sonic 2. Okay. It's official, people. Sonic 2 is happening. Okay. And they are going back to the original design. I was just going to make a joke about that. <laughs> no, they are you not. People, people are going to get mad and be yeah. like, it should be the original design. Yeah. <laughs> give, me the, give me the hedgehog cut. <laughs> no, they are not going back to the original design. Yeah. I think they've learned that that's... Design did not work for them. Yeah. And by them, I mean everybody else. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm I'm happy to see this because of all the, like, drama of that film, with the risk that it was not going to do well because of the initial design. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to see it was successful, and on top of that, successful enough to get a sequel. Yeah. So, I'm assuming we're going to see... At least Sonic back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll probably be in it. I would imagine. Hopefully. <laughs> but we might not see him, depending how fast he's running. Yeah, that's a good point. So, uh, yeah, it's Jeff Fowler is returning to direct, and Pat Casey and Josh Miller are uh, returning to write the sequel. Okay. Uh, that's it. There's no release date. There's no anything just it's a thing which we all kind of expected but now it's official yeah somebody wrote hollywood dear hollywood (laughs) this sequel is happening yeah you know what else is happening what universal is working on wolfman and ryan gosling is in talks to appear in the reboot by universal Okay, so they are continuing the Dark Universe then. That wow. is, is that what this That's is? That's what it seems like. Okay. Because they, Because sure. they did the Dracula Untold, or whatever the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. They did The Mummy with Tom Cruise that apparently did really bad. And yeah. I think they even had somebody, was it, who's the actor? The one that played Gladiator. Russell Crowe. Uh-huh. He was in the movie, I thought, as the werewolf already. Is that not a thing? I didn't see the movie. I, I thought that's what, what was going on. I didn't on. either. Okay. And then they obviously just had the Invisible Man, which 
was a part of that universe, but may not be. But I guess maybe it is now that, that they're doing a werewolf one now. So, I, I mean, this tells me they're, they're still continuing the dark universe, even though they claim that they were dropping that whole concept. Unless they're just like, we still want to make the movies. We're just not going to bother trying to connect them. I mean, that's that's possible. possible. Maybe they're just doing that, and then at some point they'll be like, okay, connect them. Yeah, yeah, that's possible. Um, so this one, uh, Wolvana, will be written by Lauren Shuker Blum and... Hmm. Of Blumhouse? Is she, like, married to one of the Blum people? <laughs> oh, I think she's married to, to Kim. Blumkin. No. Uh, and Rebecca Angelo. <laughs> no director signed on yet, um, so we'll have to see where that goes. Uh, but I guess Ryan Gosling originally pitched the idea? Yeah, that that's news to me. That's interesting. <laughs> Random, but okay. Uh, that, he must have a really interesting take on it then if yeah. they decide to, to try it out Turns after Turns out all. it's a musical. Yeah, but <laughs> he still doesn't talk. He's not necessarily going right. to even be yeah. a part of this. Yeah. He, you know, He may not even take the role, but... I guess it's still a thing whether he does or not, though. Yes. So that's cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, another that's, new... That's how you know you're living the life. Yeah. You can create something for Hollywood. Yeah. Tell them you'll star in it. And then be like, nah, I'm not going to star in it after all. And then it still exists. Yeah. <laughs> True. Because that's how you know you've made it. There's also a new comedy that was announced, which will be starring... Aquafina and Karen Gillian. That's um, Nebula, right? Karen Gillian? Yeah, and they were okay. also both in the... In Jumanji. Jumanji films. Fair enough. Um, it's a script by Michael Donegar and Liz Storm, and the general premise is that a decade after an embarrassing prom prank ran Shelley Wheeler, played by Aquafina, out of town, so hardened her heart that she became an ice-cold hit woman, um... Revenge threatens to be sweet when she learns her next target is her former high school tormentor, Diana Park, played by Gillian. But when Diana unexpectedly befriends Shelley, the assassin finds herself in with the cool crowd, protecting her old nemesis against another hit crew hired to kill them both. The tone is Mean Girls meets Barry. Is that your comment? No. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> sounds like something you would say. <laughs> um, it sounds like an interesting concept. I'm on board. Yeah. Uh, it kind of reminds me of, what was that? C- CIA whatever f- film with Dwayne Johnson and... Um, uh, Central Intelligence? Central Intelligence. With uh, him and Kevin Hart? Yeah. Mm, okay. It kind of reminds me of that premise where it's okay. like former high school right. people, you know, grow up and then like it's a whole different... Different dynamic. Role. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Um, Obviously... They probably threw them together because they had, you know, probably had good chemistry in the yeah. Jumanji. Yeah. They wanted to see how that went. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not like it's going to be a solid comedy. Yeah. You know, it's going to be some life lessons about growing up and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Uh, my biggest question is, if you were a hitman all these years, is like, what, 10 years later? How have you not killed her already? Yeah. I guess she's been. Wouldn't you have done that already? Because nobody was gonna pay her to do it. I guess. Yeah. (laughs) It's got to be worth it. I want vengeance, but I also want a paycheck. (laughs) That's her motto. Yeah. (laughs) Vengeance with a paycheck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. It's 
sounds promising. Yeah. That's all I can really say. Yeah. There's not really much else to it. Right. Aquafina, I, I don't know much of her stuff. I know she does like a lot of stuff. I think she has like a show and everything too. Yeah. On, I think like YouTube or something. But, Probably. Um, She's a comedian and does okay. a lot of things. I know her from Jumanji, and I thought she did a great job in that. Yeah. I know she's really blown up since she's done a couple films, mm-hmm. you know, The Farewell, Crazy Rich Asians. She's really shown that she's got what it takes to be a leading actor. Oh, yeah. She was in Ocean's 8, too. I forgot about oh, that. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. We did, yeah. She was a really small role in that, yeah, though. I feel small. like she only had a few yeah. scenes, if anything. She's going to be in the Shang-Chi and the Legend of the... Whatever number of rings it is. How many is it? Ten? It's ten. ten. rings. Sorry. <laughs> Whatever it, number of rings. It cut off and I was like, shit, I don't remember the number. <laughs> yeah. Ocean's ten rings. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, she was cast for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so she's really making a name for herself Absolutely, now. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Get, getting, getting her due, at least, for yeah. all these things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good stuff. And again, there's like no release on that stuff. It's just, yeah, it's hey, just this is happening. Beginning stuff, yeah. Dear Hollywood. <laughs> um, we had talked actually briefly uh, in the past about the Scorsese film having issues with Paramount not wanting to give it the budget that it was. Oh, right, right. Or, or that he was asking. Uh, turns out. Apple has aided Paramount in this situation. And so they struck a deal where uh, Scorsese is going to direct this large-scale Western. uh, And it's called Killers of the Flower Moon. And it's going to star Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. Uh, So Apple will financially back the film uh, and be the creative studio behind it. In return, Paramount will distribute the film theatrically. And then it would eventually go to Apple TV Plus for streaming. Okay. Now, I kind of have a question for you. What? Do you think with the whole recent news of some theater chains refusing to play Universal Films, do you think that's going to have any impact on what this deal came out? Like, how this deal came about? Do you think it it lowered the value? Obviously, to benefit Apple. Like, maybe they were able to get... A better deal for a lower price because of maybe uh, the implication that like they won't get it in more theaters. Right. Yeah, that's a good question. Assuming that's a thing, I doubt it's yeah. gonna be a thing. To be honest. Yeah. That kind of went silent after that whole drama happened, huh? Mm-hmm. But speaking of drama, I guess there's a confirmed information via Instagram that uh, John Landau, who's co-producer on the Avatar Two movie. He said the film will continue filming soon in New Zealand. And he said the Avatar sets are ready. We couldn't be more excited to head back to New Zealand next week. Lindo confirmed to New Zealand news site RNZ that only a small team will return to the country where they will enter quarantine for two weeks as the cast and crew plan to follow a detailed and diligent safety plan that will keep everybody as safe as possible in these unprecedented times. So, like, most everybody's, like, not going back to work yet. Um, especially when it involves international travel, but they're like, no, we gotta, we're gonna start doing it. So I guess they're just going under extra measures. Well, New Zealand was like apparently better off than most countries. Yeah, New Zealand is over. They have it's a, done. It's completely over. As they far, don't have any cases, as far as they're aware. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. 
because their population is a, a lot smaller than ours, to be fair, and they have yeah. better control and better handle and on their society. Island, so. Yeah. So that's probably <laughs> away from everything. I'm shocked that they're like letting people from a country that hasn't arrived. Well, and that's why they're doing the, the high protocol yeah. uh, stuff here with the, yeah. the quarantine and all that stuff. So I'm assuming these are the characters from Avatar because I didn't see that. Yeah. Okay. But. So Jake, <laughs> Jake and. Natiri? Is that how you say it? Natiri, maybe? N- yeah. I, don't, I, I don't remember. I just saw the movie once and okay. fucking didn't care after I've that. I've never seen it. You never saw Avatar? No. I love you so much. <laughs> uh, so, the two main characters, uh, in this, the, I guess the premise is they have a family, they are forced to leave their home, and they go out and explore the different regions of Pandora, including spending quite a bit of time on the water, around the water, and in the water. Now, this makes no fucking sense. <laughs> so what, they just grow gills? What? Uh, I guess. I guess we'll find out. Because I know that the next two films are based off, like, water culture. Like, they're, they're, they're a, like, in, you know, species in water, right? Right. So I'm assuming it's not the same one. But they're kind of implying maybe it is. Or maybe they're just interacting with them because they're on the water a lot. That would make more sense. Oh, so it's going to basically be the same fucking film, but now it's going to be the blue people are going to be introduced to the... The green people. The, the water people. Yeah. The green people. Yeah, sure. Yeah. The green people. <laughs> no, the green people will be space. So, the dark blue people. Okay. Because it's Sh- deeper in the water. Sure. <laughs> I'm just saying. It sounds like it's really original, so... Yeah. I'm, I, I know that they're going under this extra precautions and all that, but I'm still shocked New Zealand is like, yeah, that's fine. Because I feel like if it were me in any position well, I mean, of power, they, I'd be I like, mean, it, no, it'll help. You. It'll help financially. Bring in a, lunch, a, lo- a bunch of money. You know. Yeah. That's a fair point. Because you got to always look to the future. Yeah. Or the stars. As Tom Cruise has tried to do. Yeah. The edge of tomorrow, if you will. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so Doug Lyman, uh, who actually worked with Tom Cruise on Edge of Tomorrow, he was the director, uh, is actually a big part of the upcoming film that Tom Cruise has announced where he's going to go into space to film scenes for the untitled project. And, you know, I think Elon Musk, his program and NASA are also involved. They're all going to work together to create a space film. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently Doug Lyman helped with the first draft of this, uh, script and, uh, he's been like a big part of the project from the beginning. Uh, so now that I kind of was saying last time we talked about the announcement of this film in general, what if this is an edge of tomorrow sequel? Cause that was a thing for a while. Yeah. So I'm curious, maybe this is going to be, or maybe it will turn into yeah. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow as as the film being the one that they use for this space yeah. thing. I mean, it's a fucking space movie. Yeah. That's a good point. It fits. That's really all there is to it. Yeah. They're just bringing on the director. Yeah. He's part of the project. Well, uh, it sounds like they're planning to be navigating space for this next film. So hopefully uh, they're able to find their way out. Or back in. I don't know. Or just around. Around. Yeah. Hopefully they don't get lost. In space. In space. 
connects to that. Um, <laughs> um, something else you probably shouldn't get lost in is a labyrinth. Did you hear that it's getting a sequel? It will be directed by Scott Derrickson. Yes, I did. Yeah, thanks for answering. Extremely late. <laughs> you didn't give me time. You just yeah. jumped in with your... Uh... I was like, well, he's not going to answer. I'm just going to keep talking. <laughs> um, it, so it'll be directed by Scott Derrickson, who um, directed Sinister and was was to direct Doctor Strange 2, but then he pieced out, right? Creative Differences. Yeah. 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 The official. <laughs> the official reason was creative differences. Yeah. Um, uh, very unique from many other films. Yeah. Totally never heard of that before. Um, the script was written by Into the Dark and my Valentine scribe Maggie Eleven. Um, and producers will be Lisa Henson and Brian Henson will be the executive producer. It's by TriStar Pictures, and it'll be a direct follow up to the 1986 movie by Jim Henson with no expected release date yet so so this is really interesting so does that mean it so they say it's gonna be a direct sequel does that mean it's gonna take place like moments after the the labyrinth that's a good point or is it gonna be like one of those things just like it's a sequel but still time has passed yeah i'm curious like i mean uh which uh, did you notice did you know this jennifer connelly was the girl in this film what did we just see her in um, the Rocketeer. The Rocketeer, yes. Which she looked completely different. And I realize now that she looks like she did in this movie. But whenever I saw her in The Rocketeer, I was like, that's not her. Yeah. <laughs> she she was... had more of a, she had a, a fuller face. Yeah. When yeah. she was younger. Yeah. Something else full, too. <laughs> I didn't say it. That's none of my business. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So, how do you feel about this Labyrinth sequel situation? Uh, honestly, I don't care. Okay. I didn't really care about the Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen it. It's it's fine. Okay. I know people are, like, in love with that yeah, film. Yeah, it's, like, a cool classic situation. Uh, is that, like, uh, females are really liking it, or is it just uh, people? Because I feel like it's, the only people I know who are, like, really into the Labyrinth are female. Um, I'm going to say it's a drama kid thing. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Retrospect. They're that makes sense, They're also drama too. kids? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know why, but all the people that I know that like it were in drama with me, so. Now, here's the thing. Hmm. David Bowie. Yeah. Uh, how are they going to approach that? I'm, I honestly don't remember the, the movie plot, so I don't know if he's dead or not in the, the plot of The Labyrinth. Well, he's the Goblin King. Yeah, but she <laughs> defeats him. Yeah. So. To get out of The Labyrinth. Is that not the premise? Yeah. To get her baby brother back and get out of the. Yeah. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how they do that. I think that this could be really cool, but I don't know if it's too late. Um, I don't know if it's going to hit in the right spot because the people that are of the age that would want to see a Labyrinth sequel, a lot of them have moved out of that phase of their life. So, they'll watch it out of nostalgia, potentially. Well, that's where I'm getting at. It's like, this is clearly a nostalgia move, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the people who loved this film. But you're not going to have Bowie. Yeah. You, the only way you're going to have Jennifer Connelly is if she plays a different character, obviously. Yeah. Which maybe that's what they'll do. Maybe she'll be like the next big, the, the goblin queen or something. Yeah. You know? And it'll be like a nod because it's the same character or same actor. 
but it's not the character. Right. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like, remember when there was even just murmurs of the um, Princess Bride getting a remake? Yes. And people lost their shit at just, like, the thought of that happening? Yeah. So, I just feel like this is just as bad of a thing in that scenario, right? This is, like, the same concept. Yeah. That's a good point. It could go well or it could go really badly, so. Honestly, I haven't seen a lot of social media, like, reactions to this, Mm -hmm. but I just would have thought that people would be very hesitant to wanting to see this because they don't want to, like, tarnish something that David Bowie had been known to be in mm-hmm. especially after he's passed you know yeah that's a good point maybe they wanted to do this for many years and they just waited because of his death yeah it's yeah. been a little while now right true it's been a few years i think yeah it has i don't know i i mean i guess we'll have to see how they're received. muppets i don't know it's yeah. it's muppets right it's <laughs> yeah i mean the the dark crystal situation was received fairly well yeah, I mean, it, well it's, yeah. it's and that's the same it's that's the henson yeah group it's yeah. it's so maybe that's why they're doing it is they started with the dark crystal this one obviously has the david bowie situation to deal with but um since the dark crystal tv show or whatever on netflix was received was it a show or is it a sequel it was a show it was a prequel show, a prequel show. to the movie yeah which we still haven't watched it. i know i've been waiting for you uh-huh so i don't know i i personally don't care about the labyrinth yeah. But I know it was like a beloved thing to people, so yeah. um, I expected this to be a bit of a divisive story. I guess we'll just have to see as as it plays out and gets more commonly known to people that this is a thing. Yeah. Uh, we do have some updated news on the Justice League Snyder Cut that is going to be hitting HBO Max in 2021. I want to just go over quickly some news on that. Um, Bob Greenblatt, <laughs> Warner Media Chairman and HBO Max Head, uh, spoke with Screen Rant uh, podcast, and he actually said that the estimated twenty to thirty million dollars that the Snyder Cut was rumored to have uh-huh. to complete yeah. was actually just uh, for the marketing side. Jesus, push okay. of it. That's a lot. Uh, and it was actually a lot more. He didn't give a number, but he said, like, just just know it's... He he said, I think he said he, he wished it was only $30 million. Yeah. Yeah, he says, I'll just say I wish it was $30 million and stop there. Yeah. So, uh, sounds like it's going to be a lot more. Which is kind of expected. Yeah. I mean, it, it seemed like a, a surprising number at the first rumors of it yeah but i'm gonna say it again if there's that much money and that much time going into it it better be a completely different movie <laughs> yeah well they claim to have over four hours so we'll yeah see. um so and then it kind of brought up some i guess other movements i guess you could call them mm-hmm. uh within like the idea of like the snyder cut's existence now we kind of talked about this in our podcast uh about the snyder cut yes. go check that out I think it was 34.5 was mm-hmm. the episode number yeah uh so last week yeah um, has it really only been a week oh <laughs> it feels a lot longer doesn't it feels it? like it's been a month yeah <laughs> so people have started to question like okay well what about suicide squad because that was infamous me infant that had 
I can't say the word for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why I can't say the word. Infamously. There you go. <laughs> I'm just not going to say it. I don't even care. I said it out of principle, but I'm just not going to do it now. Uh, so Suicide Squad, uh, the director left, David Iyer. He left that project because uh, creative differences, actually. Uh, they wanted to take the film in a completely different tone yeah. than it was originally intended. It was actually yeah. supposed to be a dark tone. Yeah. Uh, so he uh, responded to somebody on Twitter saying it was actually the Collider editor uh, and that they were asking why uh, HBO Max didn't give them the same treatment for uh, the Suicide Squad when it turned out to be a completely different film. Because I guess he completely finished the film and then they went back and changed it oh, wow. on the cutting floor because they didn't like what it was oh wow um and he said this is a good question uh my cut would be easy to complete it would be incredibly cathartic for me it's exhausting getting your ass kicked for a film that you got the edward scissorhands treatment the film i made has never been seen and now this is also spawned uh on like the disney front people are starting to campaign for a sequel to Solo. Mm-hmm. Not a Lord and Miller cut of the original Solo. But just They're a just campaigning to get a sequel. Okay. I mean that's... Which is an interesting take. Because yeah. they left the project and never got to finish people, it. people like shit all over Solo. They did. Oh. That was a very controversial okay. film. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I thought it was a good... I liked the film. Yeah, I liked well, it Well, that's too. the thing. You look on social media, a lot of people are saying, I enjoyed the film. Yeah. But for some reason, it has this background of being a terrible film that everybody mm. hated. But most people don't say they hated it. It's just very confusing. Interesting. I think it just got a lot of grunt from the uh, Last Jedi debate. Because it was like shortly after that film. And then I'm sure the director changes didn't help the situation. Because they were, you know, fired from that project and... Yeah. It was openly known that they didn't get to do the film that they wanted, and Ron Howard replaced them, and mm-hmm. it just it was a clusterfuck. But the film overall, I enjoyed in the end. Yeah. So I don't know. I would like to see more solo. Yeah. Um, and they've been using the hashtag Make Solo Two Happen. Uh, and then as far as the Fantastic Four reboot, uh, if everyone remembers, that film did terrible. Uh, people hated that film. Uh, Josh Trank was the director, and people started asking him, what about a Trank cut? And he replied, no need, and later retweeted that article about someone asking him that somebody wrote, mm-hmm. and he jokingly posted, yeah, no Trank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's actually the director who recently did uh, Capone. We oh, watched okay. the trailer for gotcha. with uh, Eddie Brock. Yeah, uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Eddie Brock. <laughs> He's, yeah. Uh, so he, he recently did the uh, Capone yeah. film with Tom Hardy. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. It, and that con- these is these are examples of what we've talked about in that episode about the Snyder Cut mm-hmm. of what this is going to do to Hollywood in, as a whole. Now that you've introduced the possibility of going back and changing something that was released. So it's now kind of the slippery slope is starting. Right. Are these people now going to get treatment on films that they were pushed out of? 
Yeah. Interesting. I guess not Trank. He doesn't want one. He's like, yeah, I did what I wanted to do. <laughs> well, no, he didn't. Oh, okay. He's just saying, no, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was like a reference to, I released what I wanted. No, his film apparently got butchered as well. But oh, okay. he just doesn't care. He's probably just like, I think I he's don't just want to like, I want to get past that part of my yeah, life. It, it did not on. do well. I don't want to be a part of it anymore. Yeah. Um, That's fair. And then some developing news as far as the Justice League film itself mm-hmm. and going forward. Yeah. Uh, Henry Cavill could be returning for multiple DC films, according to comicbook.com. Yeah. Uh, claiming that he will reprise the role as Clark Kent. Yeah. So not necessarily Superman, right. but Clark Kent. Yeah. Um, not for a sequel movie, but just to be potentially uh, operating as a role similar to Hulk in the MCU films. So he's basically going to be partnered up with other people in their films, it sounds like. Gotcha. Whether it be a cameo or a couple scenes or mm-hmm. just like a, a supporting actor. Right. Uh, and apparently his part of the reveal of the Justice League cut that he was, you know, with Zack Snyder to reveal during the mm-hmm. the Man of Steel watch along, uh, that was a part of the deal. Oh, that he got to be a part of it? Uh, yeah. Okay. One of them that he got to be or that he had to or be. Or he had to be. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends how he feels about I it, right? I guess that's true, yeah. Um, uh, so, and then we know there was like a WB uh, push for Supergirl replacing Superman because they wanted to take a different direction with that, like, you know, yeah. character type, I guess you would say. Uh, now it sounds like they are pushing back to go to Superman again. Uh, I'm kind of curious. Do you think the cameo in Shazam... I know it wasn't his face, but like it was implied it was that character. Mm-hmm. Do you think maybe that sparked people wanting to see uh, Superman back in these films and that helped? Or do you think it was just a slow burn of the Snyder Cut thing? Or I'm just curious. It just seems like WB has really shifted their attitude about this whole universe. Yeah. Uh, you know, it looked like half of, if not more, of the cast was leaving Yeah. after... And now it sounds like they're keeping everybody potentially other than Ben Affleck. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm interested to see where this goes. I mean, they must be confident they can rebuild the Justice League and the DCEU as a whole, right? Mm-hmm. So where do you think he could appear? We know it's not going to be Wonder Woman 84, right? Cause... Well, it's the wrong year anyway, right? Because he's... if it's the same universe, then he wouldn't have been around. That's a good point. How old would he have been? I don't know. That's yeah. a really good fucking point. Younger. <laughs> well played. I didn't. I, I literally didn't even think of that concept. Okay. But yeah, he wouldn't even be like. Yeah. He wouldn't even be Superman yet. Because he would be like. Although they said Clark Kent. True. So maybe there'll be some stupid shit. But where he'd she be meets, like a baby. Maybe, yeah, maybe there'll be some <laughs> stupid shit where she meets him as a child nah. and doesn't even know. I don't like it. Because she's in um, where is she? Brazil, Argentina, somewhere crazy like that. Rio de Janeiro. I don't know. There's somewhere. She's in... everywhere. She's all over. I the know, world. but like, um, there's a the movie is like a lot of it's set in South South America, right? Or am I wrong? I don't know. Oh, I have no idea. I got that vibe. I don't know why. Maybe maybe I made that up. Anyway, he's in like fucking middle of nowhere, I mean, Kansas. Eighties, so. I have no idea. Mall. But you're right. It's that. It's not likely that it's lifestyle. only in South America. That's just for some reason I. I guess there must be a scene or a, a type, a, a dead of an event that happens there. 
Anyway, um, yeah, so I think he's the wrong age for that. And then SS, what's that? Yeah, well, that, that eliminates that for sure. Yeah. Um, Suicide Squad's done filming. I, oh, yeah, I don't know why he would be a part of that film. That seems no. If anything, it would be a Batman thing, and that's not happening. Yeah. Um, Batman's not expected to have any cameos from any other characters. It's supposed to be a standalone for sure. Yeah. Plus, he's younger. So, again, like you said, Superman would then be younger. Yeah. Uh, plus, they hadn't met yet. So, right. that would defeat the whole BVS, right? Yeah, exactly. I think Shazam 2 is probably a good option. Because, like, or Black Adam, maybe, maybe, but it's kind of confusing. I think Shazam Two is the most logical because he was introduced. That's where his little with the cameo in Shazam, so it would make sense that they would do something. Maybe he'll be like a a guidance figure for the kid. I don't know the character's name of Shazam. Yeah, Uh, because obviously he's a man when he's Shazam, but he still has the mindset of a child. Yeah, so maybe it'll be like a. He learns from Superman or Clark Kent. Yeah, and where does how that kid to live? Be a I hero. can't remember. I don't remember. I um, wonder if he lives in the same. And then the only other option would be Aquaman too that I could think of. Yeah, but there and wasn't a whole lot of interaction between that. those two in the Justice League movie. So there wasn't really a whole lot in, in <laughs> with any of the characters the way yeah. they laid that out. It was basically he came back, punched a couple guys, flew away, and then. Came back and then had a couple jokes with the Flash and yeah, called it a day. Yeah, I think probably Shazam Two is the is the most likely option. And I don't know how the plot of Black Adam is going to play out, but I'm not really sure. I'm going to assume he's going to be because they kind of went over that in I think it was Shazam where he was one of them. Yeah, and then he kind of went to the evil side. Yeah, uh, of you know. Greed, power, whatever you yeah, want to call it. But I think they're gonna. Aren't they gonna make him more of an antihero situation? Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. so I'm wondering if Black Adam could possibly be a prequel to him being a bad character. Oh right. Or it could just be he's already a bad guy, and you get like flashbacks of like how he was at one point, right, on the side of good, and yeah, fell to corruption or whatever. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I have no idea what they're going to do with that. Yeah. But that is the concept is Dwayne Johnson is a big star right now. So you're yeah. going to want him to be a good guy. I guess the best role yeah, would, exactly. would be, you know, the anti-hero. Like yeah. Deadpool has shown like you Deadpool could be successful situation. with. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think that putting Henry Cavill and uh, Dwayne Johnson in the same movie is... I don't think they would do that. Because it's like... Two... I don't think they'd have good chemistry either, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, I agree. I feel like they're very different. Mm-hmm. But also, like, both these, like, beefed out men. So, like, it would be awkward to have, like, two of them. Yeah. On It's, like, too much muscle for one team. Battle one of the screen. pecs. Yeah, exactly. A, a pecking party? Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, who knows? Um, yeah. I do hope he reprises the role of Superman, though, like as Superman. Yeah. And I hope he does get a sequel because yeah. I feel like he has a lot of potential for Superman. He just, the way that they took the character mm-hmm. did not work in his favor. Exactly. It's the problem. I agree. But, you like, I've you know, I follow him on Instagram and stuff mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. he definitely has personality. Yeah. It's not like he can't do the character. It's yeah. just he wasn't given that. He was given this, like, dark and gloomy yeah uh i don't know what my life's about 
yeah. character. Which also is, like, not at all canon for the character. Like, it just doesn't... Well, it could be in comics. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think the idea was they were trying to make him someone who had to find out who he was. And then yeah. they were going to go from there. Yeah. They just didn't get to that point because yeah. of however the fuck they did it's just kind of annoying because like he's already an adult so like he would have figured out who he was already yeah okay i mean that's my opinion unless he's just a man baby (laughs) i guess that's true (laughs) which then he could be in wonder woman 1984 fair enough (laughs) (laughs) okay well i mean that's it for news uh i we didn't really watch much as far as movies um We didn't. I did watch uh, a few things. I'll just glance over, I guess. Uh, got back into watching The Meg again. It was on HBO. Check that out on oh, the Max. Yeah. And so I walked in on you watching Yeah, it. I don't know why. I was like, I, this movie was okay when we saw it in theaters. But then like, I just got, I was inspired. Uh, probably because I just bought that Maneater game. And I, ha- I haven't yeah. played it uh, yet. I'll do that probably next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it just inspired me to want to watch Sharks fucking movies it was fine mm-hmm. it was it, it's worth watching hbo i wouldn't uh, go out my way for it though yeah uh it was basically just like stealing everything from jaws and putting it in a modern shark movie yeah with action scenes um and then pet cemetery i finally saw the remake which oh, yeah. i wanted to see and then we missed it in theaters because of I think we were out of town when it was in theaters. It was literally only in our theater for like... Like five minutes. Li- literally five minutes. Yeah. It was like one show. The movie started and then it just stopped. <laughs> and like, then okay, people were like, over. I don't understand. What happened? <laughs> I didn't get to see the movie. It's out of theaters already. Sorry. I'm just telling you. <laughs> um, so I watched Pet Cemetery. It was on... Uh, fuck, where did I watch it? Was it on... I think it was on HBO. No. Amazon Prime. Yeah, I think that's right. It's on Amazon Prime. I watched it there. Uh, 58% tomato meter, 38% audience score uh, as of uh, today, June 1st. Uh, background is based on the 1983 book by Stephen King, uh, which actually had a film in, in 1989. Yeah. And I think it even had a sequel. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I assume that was like a made up storyline since I don't know if there was a sequel book. I don't think so. Um, I remember seeing the first film, but honestly, uh, that was a long time ago, and the details are not quite there. Yeah. On. All I remember, I watched it in high school. And we used to have movie nights, and it's yeah. not my kind of movie. All I know is the child was terrifying. Yes. With the and little then, scalpel. And then the part, oh, I'll just live across the road. That guy. Was <laughs> <laughs> it Judd? Is that his name? <laughs> the old guy. I'm assuming that's uh, what what's his name plays. John Lithgow. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was him. Okay. I always remember that. Okay, so <laughs> key cast members: Jason Clark, uh, he plays the father. Uh, Amy Simez, Simez, Amy Simez. Yeah, I think so. Uh, is Rachel the mother? Uh, John Lithgow is uh, Jude, as you. Is it Jude? Uh, oh, sorry. Already established. Uh, he's like a neighbor, an elderly neighbor. He's a guy, yeah. Uh, Jet Lawrence plays Ellie, which is the daughter. Uh, Hugo and Lugit, Lucas, I guess they're twins then? Yeah, it's a set of twins. Uh, play Gage, which is, I, bl- I believe, the younger son. Yes. So, which makes sense. They Jude. usually use twins because they can't have them. It's like it's a, really a budget young. thing, right? Because they can't, they can't be full-time because they're minors. Yes. So they... Yeah. Um, also, it's, it's Jeté, by the way. Jeté? Not Jet. 
Whatever. It's. I mean, Jet sounds cooler. I mean, she's a girl. She probably doesn't think so. She's too young. She doesn't get it okay. yet. Uh, so, basic premise of this film uh, is a family moves to a new area. Uh, they get a bunch of land included in their home, and they find out there's this pet cemetery that people use to bury their pets. Who knew? Yeah. You put your pets in a cemetery for pets. Yeah. Uh, and then an unfortunate accident happens to uh, the family cat. They have to put, they bury the cat. Something miraculous happens. Mm-hmm. And then it uh, unfolds from there to be yeah. something more than they bargained for. Yeah. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say because yeah. I, I'm sure people know what pet cemetery is, yeah. but I, I think it's worth learning if you don't. Yeah. Um, I would recommend watching the original though. Yeah. Uh, not to say I did not like this. Uh, I do not necessarily agree that this score is so low. I, I honestly really enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, it's not better than the original for sure. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not better. But I enjoyed what they did with this. Mm-hmm. They actually changed things to like make it fresh. Okay. And I thought it worked really well. I, I really liked what they changed. Uh retrospect that's obvious changes but like i didn't think about it at the time because i assumed it would be the same right uh and so i kind of like what they did uh the way they ended it though was a very different take and i think that might be why people are not happy with this film because they expected a different ending yeah the ending was definitely a, a shock okay um so i think that may be a part of why people did not like it uh, there's some uncomfortable implications of the ending okay. that I think may have rubbed people the wrong way. Okay. So I could see why that would give this a bad rating. Unless I just like shitty movies. That's the only other option. Yeah. <laughs> it's not wrong, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, acting was solid. Uh, very creepy moments. Mm-hmm. Definitely had nods to the original film. There was, you know, scenes that you're like, oh, I know what this is from the yeah. film. And, like, I know where this is going. Mm-hmm. You, you don't, didn't though. do that? You don't. <laughs> well, that's kind of nice. So, yeah, and that's the nice take is it's not the same thing, but it still makes you feel like you're watching something that you remember. Right. Um, yeah, I, I would recommend it. It's on, it's on Amazon Prime. It came out, like, last year. I think it was, like, an hour and a half. It was a relatively short film, I believe. Mm. So, not really much else to say. You want to give it a number? Oh, right. The whole thing where we review them. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to say... I'll say it was three. It was three cemeteries. It, okay. It's not amazing, but it's not a bad film, I don't think. Okay. It's a solid, structured film. Has good acting. Uh, it was actually interesting to see John Lithgow in this. Since the last time I think I saw him in was Bombshell, and he was like a piece of shit in that film. Yeah. So to see him in this, like, oh, yeah, that's my Lithgow. Yeah, that's the one I know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's it's a story about a family just trying to exist. And it's a simple story. I like it. Okay. Uh, Obviously, the original is better. Right. Um, I never read the book, so I couldn't tell you if the book's the best. Usually they are. So Yeah, usually they are. Um, anyways, yeah, I'll give it three 
cemeteries out of five. Okay. I think it's worth watching if you have the time and the ability. Okay. Okay. Good to know. That's it. That's all I got. That's it for the episode, too, actually. We're done. Wow. (laughs) Three plus hours later. Yep. Always. And Um. forever. Um, well, if you didn't catch last week's episode, our new update for social media is that we have a Facebook group. You can search for us. It's called Dissecting This Fiction Podcast, and we'll be posting news and things throughout the week that we will, sometimes, some of them we will then talk about on the episode, some of them we might not, but it's meant to be like an interactive situation, so feel free to join and give us some comments. Um, also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast service. We would appreciate any kind of reviews on, on one of those services or direct feedback to learn how we're doing. You can send us at, an email at dtfpod at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions or feedback or even content requests, send us an email or put it in a review. We'll take it. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can also find us on dtfcast.com or follow Steven on social media. On Instagram and Twitter, Classy Cat Dad. That's you. That's that's true. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs>